Stand by for pre-show banter. Boom, boom, boom. Hello. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. I just I won mean, a game I'm... of Rocket League. I... Yeah. Okay. But the people I was in the game with were like mute the whole game. I passed it to my teammate. He scores. I say, nice shot. Nothing. The other team scores. I go, ooh, now we're tied. Nothing. What is the point of playing a game online if you're not trying to like, you know, have a little banter along the way? Is that Chinny I hear? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. What's up, Chinny I hear? He's here. I feel like I'm very loud. Oh, my word. My wife. Uh, Something's happening. Technically, I'm homeless. Uh, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Are we really Let's ready, go. though? Let's uh oh, go. the Duchess is not ready. Why not? What do you need, Duchess? More chocolate. Well, I can't help you with that. Really? So, are we starting? We're starting. So, yep. Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. And away we go. We want Jelly Willy. Reviews and an indie pick. Stew story time and Chinny's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the sound by Savior. Can we cut the condescending crap and play the game? Your attention, please. Are you are you are you seriously talking about video games? How dare you? Uh oh, we're getting on so loud before you have to press repeat, yo. Won't somebody please think of the children? Hello and welcome to episode five four six of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay five four six! What's happening, people? I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I'm Chinny. Thanks, Tom. Sorry, I thought you were only going to say Chinny there. I cut you off. I'm a little off. Oh. Uh oh. Like off how? Well, I could be some oldie cheese. No, yeah. I just kind of feel really tired and a bit hazy and a bit bit like, oh. I don't know. I just feel a bit off. Did you wake up at 4 30 a.m.? No. Because I did. Nope. But yeah. I woke up at too late AM. Oh, too maybe you got too much late. sleep. See, My dad used to why. say, you got too much sleep. And I'm like, that's not a thing, yeah. Dad. It is a thing. Well, Chinny, rude. you're in luck because Andy Cox sent me something uh, that will be helpful to you, I think. Oh, like Andy. Andy's yeah, a good Andy's great. So here's a sound clip. He asked me to play when the time was right, and I think it would be perfect for you. So it's about 10 seconds. Let me play it now. Shall I? I need you to stop being a Berlin. Sorry? I know. It is a small thing, but every little helps. Stop being a Berlin. So there you go. There's some advice for you from Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. I think you should cut that down, and that can be a new clip. Oh, yeah. I'm totally going to make it into a a by-itself clip, a self-sustaining clip. A Berlin. What's that from? I have no idea. It's from Andy, Andy Cox. Andy Cox. <laughs> he sounds very different. Andy. Yeah. Uh, I've I've discovered something new this week. Well, I sort of knew about it, but never messed with it. Is this well, a story you're, you're about to tell penis. us? No, no, uh, I've discovered built into my controller is the Roland drum machine. <gasps> my favorite time. So, it's story so, yeah. time. It's 
story, story time. So I've been having a bit of a mess with it, right? So it is, look, here, ready, here we go. Now, wait, wait, wait. Which rolling drum machine is it? Because there's a bunch of them. All of them. Got all of them. Does it have the 808? It does. Oh, the 303? So listen, listen, right. Yeah. 909? So that's one, <laughs> right? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Get down. Do the bend. Yeah. So there's that, right? Hold up. Now, wait, is this coming see. through your TV or like right out of the no, no, controller? No, no, no. stereo in here. Okay. So there's that, right? Yeah. This is more of a. More of a house beat. Here we go. So for those who don't know, uh, these drum loops would have taken a long time to make and cost lots of money back in the day. Now, calculators have basically Roland 808 synthesizers in them. And so this stuff is available in a lot of cool places like your controller. How about that? And I have a feeling Stu's going to play well, us the a variety of these loops. It's actually Roland controller, so that's why they're built in. Oh, well, that makes sense then. It does. Yes. Yeah, I, I, th I think I did that myself there, Stu. I think oh, I worked God. that out myself. Yeah, well, you do. You've probably forgotten. Hold up. Now, are these beats you good. made? Or are these beats that... No, no, these are all pre-installed. Oh. Like, so oh, oh so you didn't even before. make them. <laughs> no, but you can do. I'm but you did I, I could have, but I didn't. The level of impressed I am has gone down quite a lot. Because well, I all right, just a minute. made those yeah. drums. No, 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 no. Stu, what you need to do is you need right, to spend the next 10 minutes. Are you ready? No, you need to improv. spend the next 10 minutes making improv. your own beat. Let it improv it. Let it ready. A bit of improv, are you ready? Okay. There you go, that with me. Jesus Christ. I hear a snare. That's it. That's just a bunch of clapping. Well, I could only do what was in the bloody thing. Hold up. You can spend 10 minutes making a beat and then come back in 10 minutes and play it for us. And then we'll do the whole show in 10 minutes. <laughs> Are you <laughs> suggesting that Stuart just pads everything there is to talk about and we could get done in 10 minutes? Yeah. How offensive. Sure, if I'm making a beat here. Hold up. It sounds like <laughs> that, you, you know are, to be fair, like no no no, to be fair, look. Loose on a drum kit and you're trying to catch it. Every every great there DJ and every great DJ and producer has always said the same thing when they've made a beat. Shut up, I'm making beats here. Dr. Dre, DJ Premier, The Rizza, you know, Ninth Wonder, they all say that sort of thing. Shut up, I make a beat here. Mm. Well, this is this is Duke's heart when he walks a bit faster. Hold up. Eh? What do you reckon? This is comedy gold. I don't <laughs> I know. move on at all. I know. <laughs> do you like listening to faint sounds of uh, drum machine loops Stu, I'm in gonna the background? To, I'm going to have to stop you on this. I'm Why afraid. am I having fun? Because we can't. Uh, I'm glad you're having fun. You could I mean, mute your mic like, and then I'll have all the fun on. you want, and we'll do the show. I could play a video game and just tell you about it. That's yeah, how really. it's to me, but not This to is you. the purpose of our show, is to actually discuss video games and occasionally have a little bit of story at the start. Okay, I didn't want to do this, but uh, moving on. Chinny, do you have a story? Not really. Um, I'm just really, I think I'm tired because I've had, uh, like, it's kind of like the first week where work's been sort of back to normal. Uh, I've been out filming things. I've got filming things tomorrow. Well, and last Tuesday. week you were filming stuff in uh, yeah. Slough. Slough. I've got to go back to Slough oh, tomorrow. Jeez, oh, I'm sorry. We've got, we got actors to deal with on Tuesday. Oh, my goodness. 
bloody actors Ugh. do my head in. See, if you uh, watch 30 Rock, you'd have all sorts of things to say about actors. I just did my head in. No, oh, no. Uh, speaking of watching TV shows, uh, the Duchess and I have been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and those of you who yeah. have told me to watch it, you're right. It's great. It's great. It's it is so great. good. Yeah. Terry Crews is uh, great. We, Adam we Sandberg binged. is... I wasn't... Go ahead. I wasn't saying something. <laughs> we, I was going to say, we, we well, you go right ahead. fires everywhere this oh, week. Oh, yeah, huh? And? It was very good. Good. I'm glad yeah, to very hear impressed. Reese Witherspoon. Oh, man. I've been watching this other thing. Yeah. She's looking good. Okay. Mm. I feel like the show is off tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I think I can fix it. You ready? I can no. fix it. There you go. No, Stu, Stu, stop it. What? Stop it. Your answer to everything is to play a drum beat very faintly in the background. That's not going to solve all your problems, Stuart. That's fine. I can turn it up. Hold up. Oh, my God. There you go. Now it's slightly louder in the middle ground. What? I can't even think it's it so sounds like a pre programmed beat, to be honest. I think we should crack on with the show. Zip it about. All right, so there we go. That's the end of that. Where are you going? Story time's over, isn't it? What you been playing? What you been playing? What you been playing? Imagine someone listening to this show for the first time this week. Oh, I know. God. Oh, I mean, I say wow, that every wow, week. This is fair. amazing. Yeah. Although, yeah. oh, where's that? We're going to get more of those amazing drum beats. Exactly. Exactly. Tune where in to DJ No Clue on Mixcloud. That's where. Exactly. Yeah. You know, where else can you get live drum beats? I'm telling you. <laughs> That's where like else 30 Rock. That's like 30 Rock. One word, Nowhere. coffee. One problem. Where do you get it? And Liz Lemon says, anywhere. You get it anywhere. It's our USP live drum beats. Yeah. Right. Uh, Who wants to start talking about video games they've been I playing? Know, I will. Okay, All let right. me guess. Go on. Last Go of on, Us 2, baby. Oh, yeah. I've been and, playing that game. And? Uh, it's very good. Yeah, that's very right good. here. Did you it see the news article I tweeted? Very pretty. Well, of course it does. Did every, you see the news article every time, I tweeted? Very pretty. Every time the advert comes on the TV, I have to go, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, really. Away. In, in fact, have you noticed that I haven't put a link to any gameplay? I know. I appreciate you that. Not. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's very, very pretty. Uh, story's pretty good. It looks lovely. It plays well. It's very similar to the to the original game in play style. There's, good, because I just played through the first game this week, the whole you? thing. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. What they've, what they've done with this game is kind of taken more of a Lara Croft approach. Okay. What? What? So you've like, got... She... she uh... She's into magic now, Ellie? No, no. So you kind of got biggish open areas. She has very little emotional connection with any of her characters. <laughs> no, that's not happened yet. She's a stupid bastard. Well, if you listen to all the review bombs, you might think that. I don't listen to anything because I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, or read, read the review bombs. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, so basically the... Uh, yeah, they've taken more of an open area approach and like places to explore. So you oh, nice. get like the first area you come to, which is Seattle. You kind of get a map. Ooh. So, so it's but it's kind of cool what they do because rather than just having a standard map, yeah. you get like a visitors map. You know, like a tourist map. Yeah. Well, Whereas they did that in the first game. You get kind of you find the maps. 
Yeah, where... yeah, but this one you keep, once you get it, it is like your map. Oh, that's your map, right. That's okay. your map. So you're pressing, hold the, you know, like the, the sensitive pressure pad, whatever the hell you want to call it, touch the pad. Touch pad. The, the touch, touch pad. pad. Pressing the holding, she gets it out so you can have a look where you are on the map. Lovely. and work out where you need to go and every time you find it's kind of cool there's loads of like little letters and notes that you find around the environment and each one of those leads you to another point of interest oh that's good so where you might get a stash of like supplies or I left the stash or... in the, the car yeah 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 that's exactly what it is that's oh, it or the code for the safe at such a place is now, the we code have to for be... the west gate just have to be clear here Stu and I know you yeah. know this but I'm just reiterating it that we are not saying anything spoilerific no 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 that's nothing even close to no no stew spoilers either general gameplay so we've got normal spoilers which is where like you know the dragon turns up and bites ellie's head off or we've got stew spoilers where it says it's not really a spoiler but and then he talks about spoilers so none of that so no stew spoilers no regular spoilers Correct. That's fine. No, but the game, but the, but so far it is excellent. And like I say, the play, the animation, the voice acting, obviously, is always top notch. Yeah. Did you see the um, thing I tweeted today? Characterization is pretty good. You know, I'm pretty impressed with new characters that they've added into the mix. Yeah. Good. Uh, I have no issues with the relationship stuff. You know, that everyone seems to get in the knickers in the twist about. Well, because you're not a small-minded prick. No, it, yeah, really. and, and I'll be honest with you, it's done in kind of a really natural way, in my opinion. This is referring to Ellie being a, a lesbian. Yes. So, yes. but yeah, yes. there's there's no... I don't even know really what all the fuss is about, and to be honest with you, it's quite a small part of the story. It's they not like usually a, are. Yeah, it's not like it's ramming it down your throat. No. Throat. <laughs> or anything like that. The you know, there's a scene very early on in the game. There's little okay, we're not, conversations we're not, that we have as you go yes, through. Okay, we're, I'm worried that there was a you know, spoiler but, coming up there. But the the, the in in the Lara Croft, the very first sort of remake Lara Croft game, just to mention Tomb Raider again, there was there was a scene in that that implied that he was gonna like sexually assault her, which was literally twenty seconds, and that got blown out of proportion by crazy amounts like it was he was just kind of suggested and it you know and it justified why you wanted to kill the guy and everybody was like this is oh my god and i was like it's so silly these little i think i think what's interesting out. is we you know we have lots of films like brokeback mountain for instance where no one bats an eyelid but uh, no that's no 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 i'm sorry that's not true people batted a lot of eyelids people were furious about that movie. yeah people were furious about it and I think that the reason gay. for the outrage in both cases is the same, which is oh. people are sour children who don't want anything detracting from their standard narratives of cis, white, hegemonic uh, heterosexuality. And so anything that challenges that, they get scared about this. it. She's going to turn gay. Yeah, exactly. I think what's kind of interesting is in, in for the original game, which obviously wow. reviewed very well on Metacritic. Yes. Uh-huh. They had 9,000 user reviews. Yeah. So that's that's how many user reviews they had on Metacritic for the first game. For the second game, I'm just double-checking the numbers. But I have a feeling it's about, oh, yeah, 24,000 user reviews. Well, there you are. Which has marked it down to 3.4 out of 10. Yeah, and Excellent. that's 90% probably people who haven't even played it. Yeah, it's, oh, it is... So. And they're just angry kind of about social justice really. warriors. 
Um, I mean, it's an interesting, and we'll lead on to this a bit later because we have got a question regarding this game, which has nothing to do with that, but obviously to do with the tone, shall we say? Of the yeah, game. it's happy go lucky. It's just fun. It's just a fun game. It's like you play Konamari Damsi, that's the same basic tone as in this game. Exactly. It's, it's basically the same as um, what's that game where you Pac Man? Katamari. Yeah, that's what I just oh, said. Oh, Katamari. It's the same game. It is the but, same. But nothing like it. Yeah. Nothing. So, uh, but yes, it's, the tone of the game is very dark yes. and it is depressing. Yeah. And it is the end of the world, I guess. Yeah, man, that's what the end of the world's like. Zombies and cannibals. Yeah. They're not zombies. No, 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 no. Cannibals. No, no, the, the monsters, the clickers, they're not zombies. They're not zombies. The, Whatever the, they are. Naughty yeah. Dog were very adamant. They were like, no, they're not zombies, even though they bite you. Well, okay, but I yes. saw, I don't know anything about that, but I saw an article that I thought was very interesting because it was about how um, accessible it is for people who have that's various correct. difficulties. Um people who are hard of seeing people who are hard of hearing and i thought that was very cool they had some quotes from activists who said when they booted it up for the first time they basically like cried because they were so moved by well, how hard I naughty mean, dog had worked to make it accessible to them yeah just to go just to tell you the lengths they went to they've made the soundscape in the game in such a way yep. that somebody who's totally blind could play the game yeah that's awesome just by hearing alone so yeah, just by great, the sound but it, it, it only certain developers can do that kind of stuff well yeah but yeah, those who can time and money. those who can ought to make sure they do that's true it should be the standard in every video game i think yeah, yeah. which is brilliant it is brilliant and should yeah. be applauded you know that's for great. the lengths they've gone to naughty uh, dog you naughty but like I say, I have no clue really what all the fuss is about. I think people are just idiots. Uh, there is a, there is a couple of things I'd like to mention, Ginny, that I think you really appreciate in the game. Please don't spoil it, or I'll it's punch you through the internet. Yeah, spoiler. okay. I'm just saying. Please don't uh, spoil it's not a spoiler, spoiler, is it? Spoil it. Yeah. But when you when you play the guitar, for instance, in the game. Well, I didn't know you played the guitar, so thanks for spoiling that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you get well, let me tell you something more about the guitar. You, you get a full set of chords and you can play tunes if you, you know, someone like you, I would imagine, could play tunes. So, you have spoiled it for me. <laughs> okay, I've spoiled it. I don't know. It's a mechanic in the you game. Are, uh, yeah, it's but you're telling me. See, because here, here's how I, I might have done that. You're here's what I would have said. Hey, Chinny, when you play this game, make sure you find a guitar. Well, you yes. find it. It's part of the story. Um, you're right. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the mechanic. It's a surprising mechanic. It is. It's a very clever mechanic. Well, it would have been. <laughs> yeah. Well, you still be. It'll still be clever when you play it. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, the touchpad. You strum the touchpad. Oh my God! He just keeps going. This kid. I know. Yeah. Here, well, wait, Stu. I got something to say mechanic. here. Listen carefully. By the way. I need get, you. Get this. Stop being a burnend. There you go. You can go prone. Look, another mechanic in the game. You can go lie fully on your belly in long grass to hide. All right, that one you can have. I like yeah, that. Really, that doesn't really bother me. That yeah, one. but it's another mechanic, man. It's See, he's trying to draw an equivalency, which is why you shouldn't be upset, Chenny, because he's just talking about things you can do in the game. Yeah. It's just a mechanic of the game. Yeah. Uh, so you can't be you can't be precious about one mechanic and not about another. You I know suppose, what I mean? I suppose, but going prone isn't something that you, you, you. I mean, you do it in a lot of games. Yeah, really, that's so standard. You do, but they've never done games. it in there. Look, I'm just actually <sighs> just using it as an example of another oh, mechanic God. that's new. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe you should stop talking about mechanics swing. now, Stuart. 
you can swing in the game on ropes. You Should know, I say it in French? Would that help? Would it would it be more beneficial if I spoke it's in not, French? I don't think it would. Do. I, 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 again, <laughs> you can swing on a rope. Yeah, part of the problem. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's fair. I mean, I don't know what else I can say without spoiling anything. But I think is, we're going to do... Maybe do it's good to stop. We will have to, because yes. at this point, you can't really say a lot about it, apart from no. new mechanics and things. It's good. It's pretty. Yeah. It's very pretty. It's dark. Say, you've got fireballs, obviously, fire like Molotov cocktails still, and you've got stun yeah. grenades and bricks and bottles. So all that stuff's just the all same. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and it's an enormous—it's an enormous revenge fantasy, which gives us this. Movies aren't stupid; they fill us with romance and hatred and revenge fantasies. There you go. Uh, interestingly, there's no shivs in this game, which is a nice Ooh. thing. Well, Ooh, shivs is a big. It was, but in this game, you just—you have an unbreakable knife, which is what you should have had in the first game, which makes it a whole lot easier when you're killing, think, well, you know, sneaking up on clickers and stuff. I don't mind an unbreak, like a like a breakable shiv, but there was no unbreakable knife at all in... no no in this you have a pocket knife now, all the time i understand that but in yeah. the first game which i've just played from start yeah, to finish yeah. this week by the way Correct. uh uh like you know a, a shiv that breaks doesn't bother me but ha not having a knife that doesn't break at all where which ellie does have for a little while yeah. but joel never has it um take this oh no you know, it's just weird. It's just, it's kind of like a weird mechanic, but there you go. Lovely. Yeah, like I say, in this game, you get the knife all the time from the the moment you start playing it, which is, it's just nice to sneak up on, on clickers and just be able to kill them, you know, without having to worry about whether you've got a shiver or not. Yeah, that's exactly what they sound like. I know, because um, I played the first one back to back. Indeed, indeed. Anyway-wise, uh, I'm playing on light, so I'm just playing it on next to easiest setting because I can't be asked dying a lot. No. Uh, and it's pretty it's fine. You know, there's not a lot of challenge, if I'm being honest. I am wondering whether to, like, knock it up a notch. Knock it up a notch. Bam! Because I'm not, I'm not feeling challenged at the moment. Do you want to be... I, I played it on easy, the new, my new playthrough. Right, uh, okay. Like, because, I, you know, I played it before. So I, I remember don't having some massive str struggles and, like, really frustrating moments in that game when I played it on normal level. If I play the yeah, second it, one, I you, might you play You did experience what you didn't do. I did. I was very frustrated at certain moments, feeling yeah. like it was so punishing, so based on, like, one misstep and you're just done. Yeah, I, I found the first game, you'd suddenly just from, from nowhere, a clicker would just appear from behind you, just insta-kill you. Yep. Uh, the, and, the, the enemies, speaking from someone who's just played it back-to-back, -back, I don't want to talk about it, He, uh, the, the enemies do flank you a lot. Yeah, in, yeah. The Last of Us, which is uh, quite, you know, cool. Get you out of the comfort zone. But yeah, no, it's very good. You can even go into the accessibility options and tweak the difficulty level of the enemies so you can tweak how they behave and all that sort of stuff. So you can tweak everything pretty much uh, to your own desires. But like I said, you just make them so they just don't attack you. Do they, do they give you flowers? Well, Bunch of flowers. Like Eddie Izzard yeah. said. Yeah, I'm guessing you could just do that, you know, just yeah, not be attacked by anything. Yeah. Uh, but it's very good. Like I say, it looks looks beautiful. It plays really well. And, you know, without spoiling story stuff, can't really talk about a lot else. Okay, we're going to move on then. Yeah, better move on. Okay, so, who's I've next? Been, I, I've played Chinny. The Last of Us 1. Oh, yeah. I heard there's a sequel yes. coming out. 
Oh, is there's that? a sequel to that. Okay. So I, I bought it for £8. Oh, uh, yeah. Did that include the Left Behind DLC? It does. I haven't played that, but I finished the main game today. Right. Mainly, mainly because it's been seven years, yeah. and I don't really remember anything. And my, I suppose my um, realisation... Because you've also recently played the first one. I haven't finished it last week again. Yeah. My realization was the story is actually very, very simple. It's not that complicated at all. No, it's A to B, isn't it? (laughs) It's like get Ellie to the place. She's immune. And then you get her there. And then they're like, we're going to kill her because she's immune. We need a brain. And Joel's all like, but I bonded with her now. And then you kill everyone and take her back. And then you lie to her at the end and say, Nah, they didn't want us. And that's yeah, it. They did some testing, you were shit. And everything <laughs> in the middle is basically distractions. So I, I wrote bullet points on the story of everything. Um, I'm going to read you a page, if, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Okay, Last of Us. Uh, zombies, brackets, not really zombies, invade house. <laughs> uh, we go in the streets, daughter dies, sad. Uh, and then we go to summer. Guns got stolen. Robert sold guns to Fireflies, killed Rob, met Marlene for some reason, head of Fireflies, told us to sneak us something out the city, army closing up on Fireflies, Girl, take the, the little girl to the city. Tez, the woman with us, gets bitten. She dies, sad. Take Ellie, you're a bitch to her for a while. You know, this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's a very simple story. It wasn't complicated at all, really. Um, so I don't know why I wrote all these bullet points. It's kind of a waste of time. Um, but you know, <laughs> so you know, there's there's other ones as well. Spring, we find the hospital. Giraffes. Ellie yeah. almost drowns in the tunnel. Yep. Fireflies that. knock Joel out and save us for some reason. They take Ellie. Sad. Say so they're going to operate on her. They do. Um, but she's going to die. Joel doesn't seem to agree with this notion. Kills everybody, <laughs> takes Ellie. You know, classic story. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's a good story, though. And I think uh, I, I think I really enjoyed I, I probably as as equal amount as I did the first time. And I think, Duke, you made it clear that you don't like the I ending. I really don't want to talk uh, about this again. The Last of Us. Yes. But I... I uh, I was I was kind of skeptical what I'd think of it again, you know, and I was yeah. kind of watching, and I quite like it still. Um, okay. I yeah. think they've tweaked it though for the remaster, like exactly okay. where, like where you end up on the very very end is a completely different place. I think. Okay. Um, but I it's didn't the same. Think it was. It's the same scene. I th- I'm sure you're on like a roof of like some shed or something on the end. No, but on the remaster, I don't you're on a, no, no, Maybe the original one. I've only it. played the original one, and you're on some rocky outcropping or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, above the town, so yeah. Thing, I mis- I misremembered it then. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's all right. I I I liked it. Um, I, I think uh, it's it's just good to replay it again. It makes me appreciate like how good it was, and I I'm really glad that I played it through before The Last of Us Two because. I would have forgot a lot of that. And I started to watch, you know, one of these YouTube catch-up videos. And I was like, oh, my God, it looks so good. I'm just going to play it again. (laughs) It's just too good. So I decided. But I want to play the Left Behind thing. Did you play that, Stu? I did. It's good. Yeah, it's it's only only a couple of short. Yeah, it's very short. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna blitz that I think tomorrow night and then start The Last of Us. So hopefully, Stu. I mean, are you blitzing through The Last of Us Part well, Two? Well, I was just about to say it's weird you should say that because I was just about to say uh, I played. I started playing it on. Is it yesterday morning? God, I've lost track of time. I think it was yesterday morning I started playing it. Uh, obviously got it on Friday. I've got to give Amazon props. It arrived on release day, so I'm pretty impressed with that. I just got to give Amazon uh, some shit because massive. they make their employees work without proper PPE and they're, oh, they break up whatever. unions. Uh, yeah. Massive install. It was 29 gigabytes. In, so there's an install disk and a play disk. So you mm. have to install 29 gigabytes first or something. Or, I don't what know, is this, a Call lot of, of Duty? Yeah. It took 30 minutes to install. Dude. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously you have to put the play disc in and away you go. No loading screens, just mentioned. Absolutely no loading screens. It takes a while to load the first gate, like to load up at the beginning of the game. But once that's loaded, uh, there's not another loading screen. It's literally straight out of cutscenes into gameplay. Back to Similar the to the first one. It is. So I've done a massive technical job on that. Um, but yeah, I, I started playing it yesterday. It tells you how long you've played on your saves, which is kind of good. Similar yeah. to the first one. Which up to like now, I've already played five hours. Dude. Five hours in a day and a bit, which is pretty good for me. What's interesting is, from what I can gather, it's 25 to 30 hours. Yeah, I've heard it's a big one, this one. Yeah. That seems yeah. like such a lot for a story-driven game. Yeah, it's not yeah. as linear though. It's not as that's what I was trying to say. Like like Lara Croft, you you come to quite open areas, you know. And uh, then I, give just, you... I just think uh, what your point now, Duke, is like I think that they can carry it. Do you know what I mean? Where I think some games don't carry it. Like just like playing the first one, that they handle some little story beats so well in yeah, that. Like, that's true. So they well do. Told, you know, because you know that the, the chap that you meet, you're trying to get a car in yeah. the first one mm -hmm. and you meet this guy let me get his name uh, uh you meet this guy car man uh, is that when you're yeah. trying to push start the car down the road yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And you push start the car the and then it's, it's kind of hinted at that he's he's gay right mm. and then you think okay and then you find out that he's he's bf hung himself yep and then you think you know, he was my um, partner, and he's like, maybe he wasn't gay. I don't know. I don't, you know. And then you find that he had like this sort of gay porno mag in the back, and Ellie starts to read it or whatever. Um, and you go, oh, he was gay. But if that was a rock star game, he would have come in going, hi, do you need a car? Yeah, you know, it would have been so subtle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so what I'm lot, saying is that, than that open world games, which I love often don't do as good a job delivering story. And I feel like Naughty Dog's games are really good because they do a good job telling story. I just get nervous when developers lean more toward openness when the main reason I'm going to play it is for a story. Yeah, it, right, okay. I'll just clarify a little bit. Oh, man, okay, should I so not have said anything? So the areas are open, okay, yes. but the you're given tasks connected to the story to do within those open areas so it's not kind of a sandbox where that's fine you, you kind of go and collect 20 chickens okay. or whatever right. you know some just weird collection tasks they are all story connected Shoot, i well, told you not to spoil the game <laughs> oh i'm sorry no but to be fair yeah, I, the forgot, division I forgot two, about having to collect 20 chickens the division what? two had a lot of story missions that were based on the story but it was still the fact that it was an open game that was frustrating to me because I wanted to follow a storyline and I couldn't because I had to do these other missions. Now, I'm not saying that's the case with The Last of Us 2. 
I'm just saying my hackles go up in that instance. Yeah, that's yeah, all. no, no. It, I'm trying to make it, try and think of an easy way to describe it. You can just it. say that's not the case. If it's yeah, not, the, not case. the case. Okay, because, thank you. Because the, the tasks you're given are designed to move you towards the goal of the next part of the story, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's kind of quite a small area, but there's, it, there's, it's sort of, there's a lot in it. Okay. So it's not like this huge open area. They they are open or more open than obviously the previous game, okay. but you're working towards a goal of moving the story on. So you might have four or five tasks to do in an area before you move on to the next one. Right. And you, you don't have to do those. Have you, you played know, you Tomb Raider, Duke? No. No. It's, it's very similar to that structure of Tomb Raider. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, if you used to play. Like Tomb Raider, I think. Yeah, when when Stu said it's very Tomb Raider, like it, it's uh, it's small, tiny little open areas here and yeah. there. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And there's just stuff to do with in though, and it, and it's kind of you don't have to do all that stuff. You could just concentrate on the one thing you have to do to move you on to the next area. But it's in your best interest to scavenge as much stuff as you can before you move on, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Mm. You know, because obviously the more supplies and stuff you've got, the easier it is for you. And you could if you don't look everywhere or follow some of the clues you're given, you miss out on upgrades for your character. Yeah. So there's upgrades available which you would only get by exploring a bit and and you know going off the beaten path. So is, there was a bit. There was a bit of that in the first interest. one because, like, like the in the first one to upgrade your weapons and stuff, you would need like a tool kit. Yeah. And then when I finished the game, there's like five tool kits, but I missed one, so I only had four, so I yeah. couldn't upgrade things. I well, it's it's interesting. I got an item today that makes life a little bit easier, but yeah. had I not followed one of the clues in one of the notes, I wouldn't have got that item. Now, part of me is like, well. Would that have turned up somewhere else later on in the game had I not got it at this point? Maybe or, is, not. or would that know. be it? You know, yeah. would I never get that item throughout the whole game because I missed it at the point when I should have got it? Probably. So it's interesting because you, you start asking yourselves those questions about the game design. You know, is it punishing enough that it wouldn't give you those items later? Or is it like, you know, bad luck, you never found it? <laughs> I heard something about when, you know, uh, Fallout 3, when. Look at the the percentages percentages that the game does in the back end about you discovering certain items. Okay. So like, you know, if you get if you, for example, like if you've got like no bobby pins left, the percentage of you finding a bobby pin goes up. Mm, interesting. But every time you don't get one, so every time you open a box, the percentage of you finding another bobby pin the next time goes up again. Right. So the game's constantly sort of playing the percentages till eventually you find yeah, like whatever balance. you're looking for. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's, that's what, I, what I wonder. But what, it, what it does do a really great job of is give you... Uh, I'm trying to think what the, what the best descriptive word is for it, but signposts, I guess, for where you need to explore. So yeah. there's always something within the screen or your vision and you suddenly spot something out of the corner of your eye and you go, oh, I wonder what's over there or I wonder what's up that ladder. Yeah. You know, so it, it does a good job of pointing you in the right direction if you're not necessarily looking for something, but you might just see it anyway and think, oh, I'll just, just go up there and see what's up there. You know, and that's, that's us as gamers, I guess. That's how we're programmed, isn't it? We're programmed to go and, like, explore and look for stuff. 
Well, anything that's with light is usually the thing, isn't it? Like flashing light, a light source. Yeah. That's usually game language for you. Green is the direction to go, red is the one to stay away from, or danger. Yeah, it's that kind of there stuff. There are these yeah. shorthands that exist in a lot of video games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I enjoyed The Last of Us 1. I'm glad that I played it again. So when are you starting The Last of Us 2 then? Well, I'm going to play the Left Behind thing. Oh, okay. And so that'll be a night or whatever. And then it'll be, it'll be hopefully by this time next week, I'll have played a good chunk of it. Yeah. Hopefully. And maybe we can have an offer discussion about some of the stuff that's happened so far. Sexual. Sexual. Oh, I bet the game. I bet the game. Right. Sorry. I still sexual. No. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's very good anyway. So Last of Us, very good. Yeah. Both. Yeah. I was talking about my game. You was, you was well, Last of Us. That's what I said. Last of Us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. I've spun the wheel. Oh, my God. It's Duke. Oh, my God. Duke. How about that? Uh, Duke's uh, um, Space Quest continues because I, I wrote the Nimbus X part one and two is online. So people should read that. And that's put me in this mood to play space based video games. So I reinstalled uh, No Man's Sky and. You know, I don't know if this was like this the last time I played it. They start you building that base right away. Like, you don't even get to go to a space station before you have to start building a base. And it's like, uh, I don't want to build Just a, a base well, in this well, game. Have you started a whole new game then? Yeah. Well, in, well, I obviously, it's not that long ago since I started a whole new game. And it still made me build my spaceship before I could do anything else. Oh, no, I had to build the spaceship. Yeah, but once I got the yeah, spaceship yeah, yeah. going, then it was like, make a base. I'm like, I don't want to make a base. Yeah, yeah, as soon as you get to the first <sighs> next planet, it tells you to make one. Because, of it? course, as soon as you make a base, you have to put a teleporter in there, and then it sort of lets you move between your base. And st- And here's what I should do. What I should do is make a very large base that's like actually like a structure that I want to spend time in and move around in. Because what I do is I make the smallest base possible and just cram it full of stuff. And then I'm like, ugh, this place is too crowded. And the storage in that game is nonsense. It's like Stranded Deep. You make this huge box. It's like three times the size of your ship. And you can put like two things in it. It's ridiculous. And you have to power it up. What kind of storage box needs power? It's stupid. Anyway, that's what I, that's not what I came to talk See, about. See, there's no messing about with among trees, man. You make an attic and suddenly you've got four boxes that fit loads of shit in. <laughs> We're not not talking about that game. All right. So here's the thing. Uh, Steam has this game festival thing happening right now. I don't even know what it is. But the upshot of it is that they're promoing certain games. And there are demos for games that aren't out yet. One of those is Everspace 2. Now, listeners to the podcast may recall that I played Everspace 1 maybe a year or two ago. And it's a roguelike space game. Everspace 2 is not. So Everspace 2 is a much more standard space game. You go from system to system, planet to planet. You have missions. Uh, I did one that was pretty funny. Uh, there was this uh, these scientists who needed me to help them repair their solar panels. So basically, you go to their little station. They tell you what the mission is. You go to each of the three solar panels. You fix them, whatever that means. You hover near them. You push a button. It fixes them. And then by the time you get done, they said... Uh, the sun here isn't very bright. We're going to go to a different system. So we're not authorized to pay you because your work didn't help us with our research. But here's five credits and they leave. And you're like, motherfucker, come back here. Um, so the fact that it was, you know, it's just a prologue is fitting for this simple mission. Um, 
Yeah, it's kind of scattered. Uh, it's much more fun than the first one, uh, but it's kind of unclear exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Now, again, this is a prologue. It's an alpha. It's sort of just a taste of what the game's going to be like. And it looks good for an alpha. It is good for an alpha. The visuals are great, and the controls are pretty solid. Um, it's just that, you know, there's a little bit of combat. It's not totally clear what the purpose of it is. I mean, obviously, the purpose is you shoot the red things. Um, but in terms of like putting it together into a story or a coherent, you know, structure, whatever it is, what it is. Here's the thing. If you're going to make a space game, well, okay, let me back up. It seems to me like games do one of two things to keep you coming back to them. Either they have a really good story that you want to know more about or, or characters, or, uh, it's the next thing you unlock. Right. So I don't play Call of Duty multiplayer for the story. There is no story. Right. It's about unlocking the next thing. It's about the daily challenges. It's about, you know, getting a good kill death ratio that day or whatever. This game doesn't seem like it's going to stand out because of the story. I mean, maybe it will, but probably not. So then the question is, is it going to stand out because it's doing something that isn't being done by any of the 20 other space games that are out there? And I got to be honest, I don't know if it is. Now I'm, I'm just looking at it. To the Everspace Two. Yes. I, what are you looking for, Duke? Well, that's because, a good question. I don't know. You show me these games every week. You've been on a space binge, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. And you fly around. And to be honest, right. if you'd have said to me, "This is the same game that I talked about last week," <laughs> right, I'd have exactly. believed you. Right. So and what there's... is the what is the what's the end goal here? Duke? I think here's here's the thing. Uh, Endless Sky has really been scratching the itch for. I've been playing a lot of that this week as well, because that has good stories in it. And it has a lot of room for progression. So you earn money, you get the next cool thing, you get a better ship, you do missions, that sort of thing. Now, again, look, I'm not saying this... Everspace 2, I think, is probably going to be doing that. I just... I, I, and this isn't about me, because I'll probably have fun with Everspace 2 when it comes out. I'll wait a year and then get it for $5 and, you know, whatever. But I'm just thinking about the developer. How do you stand out in this market? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, because this looks like so many other space simulator stroke combat games. Yeah. It looks like all of them. It, they all tend to look alike, so that's the thing. It's going to yeah, come down to gameplay. They're all set in space. Right, they're all set in space. There's always asteroids or space stations and stuff like that. Now, again, like, you know, as with Star Conflict, which is another game sort of similar, that's the MMO I played last week, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's about the gameplay. And the gameplay here, I don't think, is really standing out in any meaningful way, other than they've added some mechanics so that you're doing things in space, other than just shooting and blowing things up. So you're fixing solar panels, you're retrieving stuff, you know, you may be doing other things along the way, too. So, you know, it's fun. I'm curious to know more. It's in its early stages, but, you know, they seem to know something about what they're doing. I guess, like you say, the, the only thing they can do to differentiate is just make it more polished, I guess. It looks nice. You know, aesthetically, it does look pretty. It seems like but... the, the the games that are most popular are Elite Dangerous, the X series, you know, X4, X3, those. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, Rebel, you know, Rebel Galaxy does all right. Well, well to we're going to get to that later. Because I bought that as well. So, yeah. Okay. But it seems like that, you know, and that's that game, since you brought it up, 
is atmosphere, it's story. Um, yeah. And so, I, you know, again, like this game, I don't know what's going to set it apart. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'll probably play it because, like I said, it's it's well made. I'm, you know, because look, Elite Dangerous and the X Games, they go for sim, right? They're all about simulation. It's like a lot of different components involved in flying, and you have to dock carefully. Yeah, be a smuggler, be yeah. whatever. You know, right. you can just choose what you're gonna do and stick to your kind of character traits. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, you fly into the station, you're there. Like you just aim toward it, and then you dock automatically. That's it. So you no, know, different. God. Different people want different things from these games. Yeah. And I personally like something kind of in between. I do like a little bit of Sim, but I don't want it to be so... Con- the reason I haven't played Elite Dangerous is because I've heard that it's a lot of just sitting there in the ship and moving through space, and then the controls are very complicated. That's what I've heard. Now, I probably should play it and decide for myself, but eh, there's so many other space games I can play that I already own. I, I guess that's true. Do You know, I am... I am kind of, Did you play the original Elite back in the day? Nope. No. Uh, I was going to say, I am kind of shocked you've never given it a go. Yeah, one of these days. You know, the fact you've never played it at all is kind of surprising to me. Yeah, well, who knows what the future brings. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I've never one played day Subnautica maybe. either. Maybe one day you'll play Red Dead 2. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, yeah, there's another thing. There's all who sorts knows? of games I haven't played. I'm just yeah. a crazy kind of guy. I think the funniest thing for me with stuff like Elite Dangerous is the the people who just get run out of fuel in the middle of nowhere and then some other players mount a mission to go and rescue them. <laughs> See, that's the nice thing. Run out of fuel. That's the nice thing about Endless Sky is that you have certain devices you can install so that you you scoop up like radiation from the space around you and that replenishes your fuel so you never yeah. really run out or if you do find yourself stranded in the middle of nowhere you can hail an uh, npc ship and say hey i need a little fuel help me out and sometimes they yeah, will yeah there ain't none of that in elite <laughs> right i don't think i you would just... like it i don't think i'd like a game like that it could leave you stranded and then you're just fucked oh yeah you just got you've got to plan effectively man don't <laughs> don't you're, run out of fuel on the way to somewhere you're making me want to play it <laughs> Uh, I kind of like, but that's what people play it for, isn't it? It is for that almost realistic level of stuff. Yes. Uh, and in the next update, you're going to be able to walk on planets, aren't they? They've announced that for the next update for it. Okay. So uh, yeah, so, they keep on expanding on that game. Is it, I think they've done all right out of it personally. Cool. Done okay. Yeah. There you go. Anything right. else to say about Everspace Two, Duke? Nope. That's it. Okay. Spin the wheel, Chinny. Oh, spin it. Oh, my God, it's Stu. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've also I've also been playing some of the demos on Steam in this uh, here Ooh. thing that they're doing. I've played two, one yeah. of which was a bit shit. <laughs> okay. Was you in a in a good mood, maybe in sound mind when you played? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> yeah, that, would be, and one of which was pretty good, and I was in sound mind. Oh. When I played that game, is that the name? Uh, it's it's called in sound mind. Is oh, the joke there? there. In okay. sound mind is the game. Uh, I have got a couple of minor criticisms. <laughs> so, so before you go into that, you have to remember that. People listening don't know anything about the game before you start. No, and I didn't going in. What well, sort of what game is it? is it? What is it? How it's, does it play? What does it look of... like? What do you do? Where's Joel? Is he a it's monster? Too, it's kind of a survival horror game. Okay. First uh, person. First person survival horror. 
got a torch. Uh, but you get weapons. You do get a weapon. Yeah. Uh, what's kind of cool, again, I like this game. It's a bit weird. I've no idea where you are or what the hell's happened, but there's some weird shit going down. What, uh, what? The world appears to be flooded. Oh, and you, uh, With water. So flooded right. with water. And, yeah, there appears to be some sort of weird, like, radiation shit going on everywhere. Okay. Uh, so you get these, like, radiation monsters stalking you in the darkness. Dude. Yeah. So it's kind of that kind of game. Uh, again, lots of clues and stuff. What's, what's interesting, I got quite a way into the game, and I found a note or letter, and it told me where... So you're given, like, little tasks to do as you go along, and they're usually from stuff you pick up. So it's either be a tape or a note. It appears to have been set in like the like late eighties, early nineties, I guess. Okay. Because there's VHS recorders and tape recorders and stuff like that in the game. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're given little tasks, and one of which was to find three parts to a pistol. So you have to sort of find them, and they're all on different floors of this hotel. It's got the usual kind of interesting, well, not so interesting, I suppose, puzzles where. You go in the lift and the lift's broken because it needs a button. Then you have to go and find the button for the lift and stuff like that. Because that'll yeah. fix it. Because the buttons always fix it. Yeah. Uh, and there's some weird other worldy stuff going on. And there's doors with glowing lights in them and shit zogs? like that. Are there zogs, zogs in the game? Zogs are in the game. Ooh, Absolutely. Zogs. What about pogs? Uh, there, is some, there is some weird game stuff that I always find a bit stupid. Uh, for instance, there's some police tape. Okay. Yeah. Now, Chinny, yes. if I like put some police tape over a doorway, right, and said to you, go into the room with the police tape, what would you do? If uh, we're just talking just normal sticky police tape. Um, hold on. So, yeah, got I you, Flanders. Made you, you think your whole family was down. dead. You could, yeah. you could kind of literally just walk through it. Yes. I don't it's think it's made of any, any sort of like. You know, correct, correct. Carbon C60 uh, crazy fibers. And he's, he, the, the character speaks his thoughts all the time. So if you click on oh, something, right. it goes, huh. Uh, so anyway, police the tape. police the police tape, it'll go, he goes, huh, police tape. Maybe I can find something to cut this with. And I'm like, it's So you can't just walk tape. through it. Yeah, exactly. It's police tape. Man. Maybe you're playing as Mr. Burns who can't, he hasn't got the strength hey, to, to cut But what's down. also quite funny at the side of police tape, of the police tape, is broken glass. Ah. So I'm it, like, maybe I'm going to just pick up a piece of bro Nope. Is it broken glass? There's something specific that need like a pair of scissors, maybe. Is it broken right. glass everywhere? The, there is broken glass in a lot of areas. Are there people pissing on the stairs as if they just don't care? There are. Oh. That happened in the game as See, there well. You go. Uh, other, that's that's kind of a minor criticism, but it, it's just one of those gamey things that annoys yeah. me because I'm just like, well, what yeah. the fuck? The invisible wall. Very unrealistic. Yeah, it's police tape. So you can obviously obviously go in in the when it when the game deems it's time to go in. Yeah. You know, but not until you get the scissors to cut the tape. <laughs> just being like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I like it. I was I was fairly impressed with it. And it's creepy, and there's some weird dude keeps phoning you and saying cryptic shit on the phone to you. And you listen to the veteran gamers. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it. That's how he sounds, actually, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's I like that about it, and I'm, I'm sort of kind of impressed. Graphically, it looks nice. Looks all right. Yeah, it does. It does, and it's... it's, it's Not AAA. No, you can tell it's... It looks like an indie game. game. 
Yeah, it you can tell like it's an indie game. game, but yeah. it's it does a good job. It, it's good job at building atmosphere. It's creepy as all hell. <laughs> you know, there's a bit in the game at the beginning where you go into a room and there's just someone peeping around the edge of the window, looking oh, in at you. And when you walk forward, they just like disappear quickly. Sounds and you're just like, like uh, yeah, it's creepy. Sounds kind of like decay. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of that kind of game. You know, it's that sort of, you know, amnesia-type game. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so far, I like it. I've, I have actually... It does save your progress in the demo, so I am going to... I haven't finished the demo, but I'll probably go back and finish the demo uh, because I was suitably impressed enough to go back and give it another go. Go back game. and finish the demo. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it's that. full game out. No. Oh. No. I don't think it's out till 2021. It's not out. They play that. that. It's just... What are they doing? going to move on. Yeah. I know. We've got shit, fucking shit to play. Lazy oh, developers, man. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, get it done. Um, so, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll totally, like, give it a go. Go on Steam yeah. and have a look. It's called In Sound Mind. In Sound Mind. You know, if you like Amnesia and those types of survival horror games, give this one a whirl. Yeah. So there you go. Not a lot else to say about it. Apart from that, done. Yeah. 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 Chitty, you're uh, up. I'm, sp I'm spinning the wheel. <laughs> oh, it's me. Hey. Wow. Wow. Uh, I right, finished Stranded Deep. Oh, I mean, you finished it. In the plane. Spoilers. Uh, yes. All right. So, well done, Chinny. Yeah, I know. Go me. Um, and was it a great moment of triumph? No. Oh, no. Oh. It was boring and dull oh no that's not what it's supposed to be like well it's about the journey not the ending no i think it is not. i think you've summed up this game quite well Stuart. oh thank you thank you um yeah so you know really i could have finished this game ages ago because all you really <laughs> need is water food bandages and a shit ton of uh like spears and stuff it doesn't take a lot to make a spear gun yeah but they they I suppose the the they stop you because of the you've got to like work your way up the crafting sort of ladder. Do you know yeah, what I mean? You've got right. to level up to crafting four and five to yep. make a spear gun. So yeah, so that you know, it, it, I could have finished it a lot quicker. I stockpiled way too much stuff. I didn't need half <laughs> the stuff. Probably, yeah. you know, three quarters of the stuff I stockpiled I didn't need. And uh, you know, I, I just went for the three bosses. So if, if you remember from last week, I had to. You said yeah. You fought a squid. Killed last three, week. three. Yeah, I killed a squid. I killed uh crab, giant crab. Giant. No, no, the crab wasn't a boss. I don't know yeah, what. Was it was. No, I don't know what. Huh. I don't know what. I think that might have been a cave or something that Duke found. No, it was on the beach. Where? Huh? It was just on a beach. I don't know what that was then, dude. Okay. That was that was some Random crab that had found crab. a uh, stash of cocaine or something. <laughs> yeah, there you but go. But I never come across that. It might have been a bug. Like Coke this crab. game is not short of its bugs. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I found the three. So one of them was a squid, um, which I killed last week. One of them yeah. was a. I just went for it. I was like, I'm not doing any more of this. I'm bored of this game now. Uh, one of them was a shark, a yeah. big fat shark. And the other one was a big fat eel. Oh, ew! So I uh, killed them pretty easily, um, but the eel was a bit more trickier. But yeah, you know, if you sort of put your body next to 
an object like a raft or whatever it doesn't really get you so yeah. you can just kind of doctor it um yeah and it was fine I, I i did that and i was like that was easy i should have done that a lot quicker got to the plane and fucked off and then you get in the plane spoilers for stranded deep it ain't <laughs> worth it don't worry about it it's wank um you get in the plane and then oh you, you crash three hours later right uh, it literally the screen comes up with a title three hours later. And you, <laughs> nice. You're still you're still in the plane, yeah. right? And then you crash into the plane <laughs> that you crashed in the oh, first no. place. That so you wow. caused the crash of the plane that you was on what? in some weird time loop. Oh, dude, it's like Interstellar, man. Oh my god. Oh, I don't even know what that means. So I think it's what I think this is is they was like, hey, what if we just made it a loop, weird, dude? Did some weird lost shit and made it yeah. a loop, and dude. we're done. And and then it ends, and you're like, did I cause my own crash? That's gonna be really unsatisfying for the people in the audience. Fuck them. Yeah. Which is yeah, also what they said uh, in, a very, in, during the it's lost conversation. It's a very unsatisfying ending. Um, it's very unsatisfying. But you know. It's it's fine. It is. I mean, all about... look. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I feel like a broken record with this, but I was thinking about this with regards to The Last of Us. But I mean, I'm not really trying to make it about that. Let's make it about Stranded Deep. Would it really okay. be so hard to give you a cutscene of you landing in an airport and like some person that you can't see very well running out to greet you when the sun is setting? Wouldn't that be a nice ending? What's wrong with that kind of ending it as a reward nice. for all your hours of work? What? Yeah, why yeah. Why are game developers so opposed to that kind of thing? It's like Super Mario Brothers after eight castles. The princess is in another castle. The princess is in another castle. You get to the end and they go, and Bowser's like, ah, guess what? There was no princess. <laughs> you suck the end. Game over. You know, the, the end of Mario Odyssey, oh, Christ. Christ, You it kind of does that, where you, you go to save the princess, all right? Because this is, when did Odyssey come out? 2017? 2017 right so you can't be saving the lady the lady don't want saving right so you 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 got to save the you beat bowser you got to save the princess and she's all like i don't want not neither of you i'm gonna fuck off and do my own thing see that's fine that's turning it's the head on like the standard story but mario and bowser are just crying on the side (laughs) i don't have a problem with that necessarily i just think that I do think there was a developer from BioWare. I don't remember where he was from, but he said when a player invests 30 hours into a video game, they deserve some kind of captivating, uh, rewarding payoff. And I really do believe that's true. I think it's kind of an insult to us as players for us to put all this work into a game and then have the game say, fuck you, your ending sucks, take it. I think a good ending would have been like... you know, finds land, he, he he gets rescued somehow, and it's just him on the settee, right, look, yeah, watching fine. watching a documentary going, oh, I'm fucking bored, I might go outside and... <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> That'd be good. Something, like, just, but I think the developers are like, we have to take it in some weird, crazy direction, because that's not going to be expected. It's the, what you play an Ash game, right? why shocking like that's yeah, the point shocking. that's what they're going for every time and it's so exhausting 
Yeah. That's my rant. Yeah. What, what would have been good would have been if you crashed into a shark. <laughs> no, that would have been more interesting. Now that, that would have been shocking. If they wanted yeah. to shock me, that would have got me. I, would have, I didn't even see that coming. That's amazing. Or suppo- here's another possibility for the ending. You land. You're in the airport. You're walking back. You're haggard. You're sunburnt. You're, you see a friend of yours going out to a plane. You're like, hey, where are you headed? He's like, oh, I'm going on this tropical island. That's going to be just me. And it's going to be so much fun. And you go, here, take my watch. It might be handy. Yeah. Like something like or, that, you know? Or like, you know. Here's a spear I made out of wood. Yeah, or just say, don't, because I had gangrene. I had to eat my own don't. foot. So like that. Uh, you probably don't. just go to Spain, you <laughs> yeah, right. div. Now, have you yeah, thought I about mean, a package tour? Say all that stuff, because there's a there's a thing in The Last of Us 2, which is another gamey thing, which I think uh, is totally stupid. I don't know. Right, it's a gamey I don't thing. think Chinny wants Where, to hear this. I don't think Chinny wants out, to hear this. You go out on patrol. Je pense que peut-être Chini ne va pas écouter ça. And you take three bullets out with you, and then you have to scavenge for stuff. And it's like, well, if you were going out on patrol, you'd take plenty of shit with you, wouldn't you? You wouldn't go, I'll take the burn minimum, and then I have to scavenge and get the rest of it while I'm out and about. You know what I mean? There's not a plethora of bullets, though, in that Yeah, no, but but you should, you know, they're in a big town thing there should be enough bullets to go on patrol if you're sending people out on patrol but they don't because it's the end of the world to man. Take yeah you've got three bullets in case you come across any clickers and shit you'll be fine <laughs> yeah. this is ridiculous this is why fallout's a better this is why fallout's a better end of the world game because you look in a refrigerator and there's bullets yeah exactly which makes perfect exactly. sense you know but it, it is that but that's the trouble with video games to a certain extent because it's kind of like part of the game is scavenging stuff to make like molotovs and things so we can't actually give you supplies from the town because otherwise you wouldn't have to do that stuff i'm hoping at some point we talk about a game this week and it doesn't turn into a discussion of the last of us no no you just reminded me it's just stupid game stuff isn't it i know i know i'm just playing um yeah uh so it's strategy. okay so people that have bought it because i said it was good <laughs> don't fret uh it's fine it's a good game i liked it i think this on the video this is where i die uh but no i liked it i i really um enjoyed it just the ending's a bit iffy just the ending's a bit iffy and you know the the, the end isn't really like that worth it so i would play it and go this is kind of fun and then when you get bored, stop playing it, or just build a really cool house, and then go. Just come to the to, come to accept the fact that everything else outside of these islands is crap, and just to be happy that you're <laughs> on the island, you know. Just live your life on the island. Just live your life Try on the island. Escape. Yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah, you can sit yeah. on, watch a sunset and eat crab meat. Doesn't that sound like a good life? There, there you go. Perfect. There you go. Perfect. Sounds. I watched. Nice. I watched. A YouTube video came on my recommended because I've been, you know, watching little bits and bobs about Stranded Deep. Yeah. And it was a guy in real life who lived on an island for 300 days. Damn. That's a lot of days. And the, the only thing that he, he took was a machete and a battery and a camera to record it all. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this guy's insane. I watched it. It was like an hour long. And he said the hardest part is like once I knew how to like 
get food and fish and cook it and do all that stuff and smoke it and preserve it. He says mosquitoes was a pain in the ass. Yeah. But the hardest part was being alone. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That, he said that was yeah. that was the worst part. He's like you got no like you you just, you just agree with yourself on everything. You're like, well, should I do this? I suppose so. You got no one. We just to watched uh, I Am Legend, and that's a theme in that story as well. Will Smith yeah. trying to cope with being alone. Well, yeah. no, I think he's stressed out because the zombies look so bad in that. Well, film. there's that, and but then there's yeah. also the part with. The Why did they make them full CGI? He asks himself in scene three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's an in, an interesting thing. Years ago, there used to be a TV show called No Going Back, and it was basically about families or individuals or couples or whatever who decided to start a new life somewhere else, you know, and see how they got on, you know, with a business or whatever it may have been. Oh, well, I remember that, and they went to Victorian times. This family? Mm, no, no. They was it was it a real thing? Yeah, yeah. No, these people were in real life going, right, I'm going to start a new life in Spain running a vineyard or whatever. Oh, right, okay. So it was that kind of thing. I, I, I saw a show where they, they they had to live as if they were in Victorian times. Maybe that was yeah, the Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. That, that is, but this is something different. But anyway, okay, the, the, okay. the point is, there was a couple who bought an island off the coast of Nicaragua. Yeah. So they bought this tiny little island off the coast of Nicaragua. It was going to have this tropical existence on this island. Yeah. So built this little beach hutty housing. So very similar to Stranded D. You know, they built this little yeah. beach hut thing and whatever to live in. Uh, and they got some local guy from Nicaragua to help them do some stuff and building and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he went back to the mainland, told his mates that these rich couple from Britain were living on this tiny little island, and they came back and kidnapped them at gunpoint. Oh, no. Yeah. And then fucking took them to an island, and they ended up killing her husband. Oh, it was God. fucking hideous. It is hideous. But it's a good that thing you know, that it's story. Like, maybe not buy an island off the coast of Nicaragua. <laughs> there but you yeah, go. That, that, that's the moral of this story. But yeah, these this couple went to start this new life, and ended up, one of them ended up being killed by kidnappers. And that would have like, been... Wow. And on that note... Yeah, don't do that. Right. Don't, yeah. No, I, I, to be honest, I had written it down. I was going to do that next week. Yeah, well, you that's a good thing we warned you. I was going to have a pop at it, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a warning for you. Right. Yeah, I'm going to. All right, anything else about Stranded Deep? It's okay. Okay. Well, Spitting it's my it. turn, right? Duke. Yeah. Uh, as I said, I bought Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Yay! Ooh. Because... I this is the game I've been watching for a long time and eventually I said you know what endless sky no man's sky these sky games aren't doing it for me I liked rebel galaxy one let's see how good the second game is I went to the epic game store which is the only place you can buy it and I thought eventually if I waited long enough they might give it away for free or put it on sale but they didn't so I went to buy it full price whatever but I had at some point someone I don't remember who it was whoever said this on twitter thank you uh, Epic did some deal once upon a time where you just logged in and claimed this coupon and you got $10 off. So I had claimed that a while ago and I had forgotten all about it. So when I went to buy this game, it was like $30, please. And I went to check out and it said, we're applying your coupon. It'll be $10 off. I was like, yes. So it only cost me 20 bucks. Now. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. Um, the, there's an opening cutscene that's a cartoon, which is cute. I don't mind that. That was fun. The whole idea of this game is that it's kind of like a Western in space. So you start off each uh, system that you're in. You know, these games, you go from system to system. Each system is named after a different state. 
in the United States. There's some from Canada, I think, too. And so you start off in the Texas state, I think, and then you can go to Montana, Colorado, you know, Louisiana. There's so they're all sort of themed on those. And so the stations that you go to are, you know, there's Red Star beer being sold and there's a station called Caballeros. And um, it's really got this. It, it The thing that I like best about it in terms of the aesthetics is when you land in most space games, like the one we looked at earlier, Everspace 2, right? You go to a station and it's all silver. It's all glowing. This is true about mm-hmm. No Man's Sky as well, right? It's all pristine. It's all like black and gray. Not this game. This game, when you land in a station, it looks like a construction site, right? Yeah. It, it, it looks lived in. It looks like humans built it or aliens that are humanoid. And, you know, there's a Nevada system that you go to and it's got casinos everywhere and it's really gaudy. So that's a really nice part of this game is that it feels like it's a real place, not just a set of copied and pasted, uh, you know, star systems that are pristine and perfect. You no, can... I like that. I think I like yeah, that about yeah. uh, like Alien was the first yeah, time right. I saw it in a movie, Absolutely. really. They're where... just working people. Yeah, it was just kind of like a shithole, that yeah. ship, you yeah. know, and it was just broken. Yeah. You know, it didn't work and wise. And the Matrix did it really well. Yeah. You know, absolutely. where everything was just. Ga- and it was just so much more believable. Yeah. You know? And this, yeah, you can see in the video that I, we're looking at here, the ship you start off with is like, it's a box. It's a flying box because your ship crashes and you need someone's help. And they, this is the way a lot of these games start. Someone lends you their ship and it's a piece of crap and you have to do missions to save money and get a better ship, yada, yada, yada. I'm doing that. The next ship up is like 100,000 credits. So I'm like, okay, let me look at these missions that I need to do. They pay like 2,000 credits each. I need to do 50 missions to get a better ship? Are you kidding me? Holy crap, this is going to take forever. Isn't is there no other way to make cash? There is other ways to make cash. And this is what Rock I eventually realized. Well, no. Uh, but you need to do more dangerous Smoothly. missions. You need to do more dangerous missions, which will then pay more. But in order to do those more dangerous missions, you need better firepower. So instead of me saving 100,000 credits to get a better ship, what I need to do is get a slightly better gun, slightly better shields, and then do missions to pay off those. And then, you know, you know what I mean? And then build yeah, up yeah, that yeah. way. Speculate to accumulate. Exactly. So that's the structure of the game. Um, it's improved upon the first one in a number of ways. The story's better and there's more variety in this game. The first game kind of led you down this road. It was like, do this, do this, do this. And there were side missions, but there really wasn't a good purpose for them. But at a certain point in that game, you hit a wall where it was like the enemy was just going to destroy you as soon as they looked at you. And I guess you were supposed to do side missions and then get better firepower and then deal with it. But in the first game, it was broadside combat, which meant it was designed sort of like ships in an ocean, right? And you went alongside your enemy and you fired from the sides. It was not bad, but it wasn't great. This game, they threw that out and they said, we know what people want in these games. They want to fly around and, you know, shoot things from the front, right? Star Wars. And so they've done that. And the the targeting is very simple now, which I really like. You can zoom out, you can pause the game and zoom out and then look at the map and kind of see where the bad guys are and then choose one to lock onto. And then you just automatically fly toward him, which is nice. It's kind of simple, but I like it. It's a good option to have. Most of what I do though, is I'm flying around and I see bad guys on the screen. You can just also hold down the right mouse button and then it will you know if you're sort of looking at the bad guy it will lock on in that way 
which is cool. And the missiles that I have have to be fired. They, they only lock onto the engines from the rear. So if they're flying toward me, they're going to mess me up. So I have to wait for them to fly past me, shoot me a few times, hope I survive it. And then as they go by, I can then follow behind them. And now I can lock onto them and fire my missiles at them and take them out that way. So the combat's good. The HUD is very messy. And as you can see, those of you who are watching the stream right now, it's a messy HUD. There's a lot of I stuff like on it. I like it. It's colorful. It is very colorful. And you eventually learn what each part is. Uh, the screen, which is not all the way to the right, but almost all the way to the right, the second rightmost screen, is um, that's where you get a lot of information that you actually need. So when you finish a mission, it will say 5,000 credits deposited into your account on that screen. And it doesn't, you know, it's not the type of thing that comes up in the middle of the screen like, you finished a mission. Instead, it's like, here's the thing. But that said, you know, if you crash into an asteroid, your screen will crack. And you'll, you know, your character will go, oh, come on, what are you doing? And then you need to go get it fixed. So again, it's sort of wow. more yeah, realistic. A leaky, you know? a leaky spaceship is probably not a good idea. <laughs> it really isn't. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, I have to say, dude, the presentation on this game is top-notch. It really is. I think it's it looks very great. well presented. It's, it's very shiny, isn't it's it? It's very it's shiny. Like, it's like they went, it's here's space, area. let's make it neon. <laughs> yeah, and let's make it fun. Like, that's the other thing is it's really yeah. fun. It's well done. Because the first game, I think, took itself a little too seriously. And there were great things about it, but it was really, um, whatever. You They've see, improved I upon feel, it a lot here. I feel, looking at this, I feel like it's the Saints Row of space games. Sort you know, of. Almost like going for the unrealism, over-the-top, completely yeah, mental the, game. The, the gameplay isn't nearly as over-the-top as Saints Row is, but the the world is kind of like that. Presentation-wise, it yeah, definitely Yeah, presentation-wise, like, it is kind of like that. Um, but, 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 uh, the targeting is a little clunky. There's lots of menus. It, it, it's not clear when you first start playing it that you know how it is in most PC games. You're in a menu you hit return to, you know, go to the next menu or whatever. How do you get out of the menu? Uh, on the PC, I don't know. Escape is the way escape, you do it, yeah. right? It's escape. Yeah, not this game. In this game, when you hit escape, it brings up the computer, which is a separate set of menus. And the computer is nice because it has your mission log and it also has a section of notes. And we'll talk about one of those notes that's very important in a minute. But the point is, when you're in the main menus for the station, you use Q to exit the menu, which I didn't realize no. at oh, first. Okay. It's like, what? E to go into a menu, e, uh, Q to come out of a menu. And then Quick. two two and three is to go through the pages. It's it's Once you get used to it, it's not too bad. But it's you know there's no tutorial yeah, telling you how it works. Q and E usually lean left, lean right, aren't well, they? Well, that's in your first-person shooter. Yeah, in a yeah, space yeah. game shoot. Right. Yeah, but I, I'm so used to them. That's what they are. They're for leaning. Chinny. <laughs> Chinny. There's, th there's a billiards minigame. Is there really? Yes, we'll there is. It's not too bad, actually. I actually enjoy it. I played it once to see what it's about. And then the next time I was in a space station and it said, you know, because there's dice and there's a slot machine, which is stupid, but whatever. Uh, and then there's billiards. And the second time I saw it, I'm like, I will have another game of billiards. Yes, let's do that. And I, I, I won the first game of billiards and I have to wonder if it let me win. So it's like, you're great. Keep playing. Uh, but the second game I played, my opponent was doing very well. And I, I had like three um 
balls left on the table. He only had the eight, and I knew he was going to win because he, he hit it toward a pocket, and I was like, all right, because it's only eight ball. That's your only option. And uh, so I got two of mine in, and then I missed my third shot. So so he had the eight, and he scratched. And I was like, ah, you scratched on the eight. <laughs> so I won that one too. Yeah. It's not sophisticated. It's not very fancy. You, you can see it's showing you where the balls are going to bounce. You can't yeah. really move around to see – you know, if I hit this one that way, is it really going to go in? You just kind of have to hope. Um, and, you know, it's it a very pretty good. It's not bad. It's, you know, it gives right. you a percentage. You tell it how hard you want to hit it and you yeah. can put spin on it. But I don't really understand how that works. So I'm not messing with that. Wow. Put yeah. bottom on it and then it goes back. Right. <laughs> you so you say. I don't know what that means. <laughs> anyway. In a, in a video game, though. Yeah. It doesn't always work. <laughs> So here's the other thing. Uh, the last thing I really have to say about this is, uh, oh, there is one thing that's kind of annoying. This is, again, them kind of taking themselves a little too seriously. When you leave a space station, there is a cutscene for you, your ship taking off from the station. There's a cutscene from you pulling out of the station. There's a cutscene of you moving into the system that you're in. There's three cutscenes every time you leave a station. Yeah, yeah Too many, too long, is it? It, you can skip them, so you get used to leaving a station and you just hit E a few times. But it's still kind of annoying that you have to. You know what I mean? Like you don't. It, again, when you land, it's kind of cool because the stations don't. They're not all different. Some of them are clearly copied and pasted from each other. But there's enough variety that it's kind of cool to look at where you're landing and what this place is like and that sort of thing. But to have three cutscenes every time you take off. Uh, is it disclosing loading screens? I don't think so, because otherwise, why could you skip them so easily? Yeah, it's so, a vanity thing. Then they they just want you to see the. I think thing, it is. The I think it is. Yeah. Which again, you know, I don't. I'm not too fussed about it because there is a lot of cool stuff in this game, and once in a while, I won't skip them. I will be like, yeah, it's kind of cool, you know. And the here's fun- the other thing. I didn't even write this down. You can paint your ship. And nice. there's a lot of options about how you paint it. You can, it's got most of the stuff that you have in MS paint. Like you can do that water, paint, you know, paint bucket, uh, stamp, you can do all sorts of things. So, you know, I could make it look like the veteran gamers logo or something, but as cool. it was, I just put it all red and then I'd put some white splotches on it. But the nice, nice thing is, and I didn't realize this at first, like you look at your ship a lot. You can look at your ship 3D vo- mode when you're flying, but it's better to, to yeah. you know play in the cockpit. But you know when you come upon a distress signal, you see your ship approach, and it's just cool to have the thing you designed. You know you get to look at the cool thing you painted when you're playing this game. So I have to say this pool game is pretty cool. Yeah, like, the fact Jimmy's that this space game was a pool game has, yeah. has, has sold me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> there you go, there. baby. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at it now, and what it does when it's more difficult, it just puts a fainter line on the table by the look of it. Yeah. yeah. It goes, but like, oh, it's it's a statement, though, isn't it? I feel, I feel like what kind of a game would do this, and it's 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 just, you know, it, it's obviously they're trying to get a vibe, right? Oh, they yeah. want that, that cowboy, yeah. like, pool bar right. sort of yeah, vibe. Hang out, have a bit yeah, of that like, downtime. Uh, <laughs> and, like, it's just... It's just an interesting statement, I think, that they've made with it. And uh, I don't know. I, you know, you, you, you show a lot of these space games. Uh, Most of them do. don't have billiards in them. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I, to me, and I don't know why, because I do like astron- astronomy, yeah. but I'm not really into space games. Well, that's because and... most of them don't have shit to do with astronomy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, unless it's Elite Dangerous, which is an exact copy of our uh, like, solar system galaxy. Yeah, but that's boring. So the so, <laughs> yeah, you well know, it is. 
uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I it's, it kind of falls in the same genre as like racing for me, you know, like car yeah, games and yeah, stuff yeah, like when sure. it's a simulation, I just get a bit like, oh, forget it. <laughs> 500 but, miles but this in a one circle. looks like, like, you know, Stu's right, kind of like a Saints Row, like yeah. a. Um, you know, Star Wars, the Clown Wars kind of look about it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's, it looks, it's intriguing. I have it to say, it is intriguing. It's a fun world to be in. Uh, the, the, like I said, the space combat's good, and the vibe, you know, the tone, the feel of the worlds uh, is effectively rendered. The last and thing which I will is say, it? Uh, well, it's thirty dollars for most people, but it was twenty dollars for me because I had that coupon. The other thing I'll say about this is they have a really cool mechanic. It's not very cool, but it's kind of cool. Um, where when you go to a bar, you can talk to the bartender and say, what's the news? And sometimes they will tell you, well, I heard there's a stash hidden in the Montana system around the Q13 quadrant. And when you look at the map, I didn't realize this at first. When you look at the map, there's a grid on it. And it's got letters on one side and numbers on the top. And you're like, ooh. So you go and you find, you know, Q13 or whatever it is. And you go to that part of the map and you do a scan. And sometimes you can find a little treasure or whatever. But sometimes you can't. And I went looking online. I'm like, what the hell? Why is it telling me there's a stash and then there's no stash? And some person wrote, I just spent an hour looking for one of the stashes. I had to do a search. You know, you do like a pulse in that area. I had to do it like 30 times and all over that. Co- it wasn't exactly on that coordinate. It was kind of near it, but over to the right more. And it took me forever. So be ready to do that whenever you find coordinates. And I was like, fuck this. I am not spending all my time trying to pulse over and over again in order to find a load of iron. There you go. So whatever. Yeah. Can it you have an arcade machine in the back there? There is. There's like, you know, uh, it's like asteroids or whatever. You know, that's the other thing. They're cool. constantly putting in retro games into these things, which I eh, yeah. I could take those or leave them. Again, yeah. with the slots. Like, what's the point? I mean, the slots is very easy for them to program, I'm sure. but And asteroids might be too. I don't know. But um, I, I'm not so worried about that. The dice game is kind of cool. It's dice poker. And it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's dice poker and you can win credits. You can't really choose how much you wager though. It seems like whatever world you're on, the person you're playing is going to determine the wager. So the first world you start out in, you're wagering like 100 credits. And then you go to the Vegas world and it's like 3,000 credits. I'm like, I'm not trying to risk 3,000 well, credits on one that, hand of that, dice that poker. Pool game just said it was 5,000 and something credits he yeah. lost. Well, it's probably because he's playing. in a more advanced system, yeah. Now you lost 5,200 credits. And there I'm like, ooh, it's a bit steep. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and that's right, all Stu, the games I've been playing. Stu, you're up. Go okay. Ahead, uh, I've also played another demo. I'm not going to say a whole lot about this because it's a bit shit. Uh-oh. It's uh, a demo. Right, I need to go for, give me two minutes, but you carry on talking about it. I'll get it up on the screen. Okay. Back in two minutes. It's called Gloomwood. Gloomwood. Gloomwood, and it's also another kind of survival horror game. So it's kind of there's a bit of a theme going on here. Yes, there's a theme of survival horror. Theme. This is kind of set more in kind of like Victorian times. Mm-hmm. So it's like Victorian. So you have this kind of cool sort of sword, walking stick weapon. Okay. So it's like a like a little sword or a walking stick, and you're being hunted by these weird Victorian robots. Things. Now this looks very jank. It's it's pretty jank. I'd, I was a bit like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. Again, um, for people who aren't watching the stream, you're in like a brick building. It's very dark. Yeah. 
the robot monster that came up had glowing red eyes and yeah. it looked very, you know, this looks like it was made by one person uh, who didn't have access to a whole lot of shaders it's, or textures. It, and it's, it's almost too dark. Yeah. You know, when I was in the world. Well, I, it's called Gloomwood. What do you want? Oh, I think it must be. <laughs> uh, I couldn't actually see anything. I was like, I can't actually see anything. Yeah. You know, in, in parts of the game. And I didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing. You know, you, you progress from one area to another. But apart from being attacked by robots, I wasn't really sure what I was meant to do. <laughs> in all honesty. Yeah. Uh, and then I got a pistol, which you can see here. You get a pistol. Okay. And you can shoot shit. Yeah. But I don't know. I was a bit. Is that it? I don't know. Well, I, I was, mean, yeah. the, the ideal demo will have some sort of point to it, but it sounds like this did not. No, I got bored, to be honest. I only played it for like 10 minutes, and I'm yeah. like, I'm bored. Right. Uh, so I kind of just turned it off. I don't blame you. I got too bored, turned it off. Sure. And that was that. I mean, maybe I'll see something I didn't see in the actual game watching the demo here on the screen. Uh, but I probably won't. Probably not. It looks like this is, you know, it looks like it could be a tech demo in terms of like, I wanted to make a little neighborhood to walk around in, but this doesn't look like much of a game to be, if I'm being honest. No, no, you're just kind of trying to evade these weird, like, robot things. All the textures and... look exactly the same. The street is copied and pasted 100 million yeah, times. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's yeah. a lot of sort of... Which, again, like, uh, look, I'm not um, trying to badmouth people who, you know, they're just starting out in this work, but I got to be honest about what I'm looking at, and it's not amazing, so... No. Yeah. It's a bit iffy. So you would say so, it was kind of a gloomy experience, even. It was definitely a gloomy experience. Yeah. Even the, the animations and character models are just yeah. janky-looking. It looks like this could be on the Xbox indie games market. Yes, that's that's kind of the feel of the game. Yeah. If I'm being totally honest, yeah. the feel. I mean, and some of the enemies got stuck on walls and stuff, which I wasn't yeah, really. complaining about. It was just standing there while you whacked him to death with the stick. Yeah, 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 because he was stuck on the corner of a wall. Yeah. But it is a demo, and it is early mm. access or whatever early early sort of demo. Right. Uh, and it's kind of meant to be a stealth game, I think. Right. Well. You know, kind of stealthy, weird, Victorian. I don't even know how to describe it. Survival horror game, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. uh, but other than that, I will talk about the other game I played, and you can carry on watching this lovely demo because well, I wasn't maybe Chinny's back, that. and he's just not being loud about it. No, maybe he'll be back in a minute. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I played GTA Five. Oh, that's a new game. I know, new game. Well, it's going to be new on the PS Five, so I thought I better oh, check right. this game out. Yeah. You know, I've heard it's coming to the brand new console. It's going to be amazing. So okay. maybe I should have a look what it was like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I installed it from because it was free on Epic Game Store. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that's not right. Not many yeah, yeah, weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. It was totally free. F R E E free. Yeah. Uh, so right. I thought I'll give it a go. So I put it on, cranked it up to full settings. You know, because my new beast of a PC was yeah, fine nice. doing that. Sure. So I like, stuck on everything maxed out just to see how it got on. Yeah. Uh, and it ran smooth as a thing. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's right? the thing? This also suffers from doing something just for the sake of making you do something in the game. Yeah. And and one of those things turns up fairly on in the game, which is a bit frustrating. I don't remember. Because there's a mission mean. in the game where you have to go and get a motorbike back. 
You know, because okay. somebody's like bought a motorbike. Yeah, and they, I vaguely remember this. You're working for the auto company. So you have to go the, and get it back. The guy who sells um, the cars. That's right. And rather than the yeah, your partner drive the car while you shoot at him, yeah. you've got to drive the car and shoot, and shoot at yeah, the same time, that. which is the most ridiculous mechanic ever thought up in yeah. a game. That's You know it's, what, though? Because Saints Row, I think, speaking of Saints Row again, didn't they do a thing where it was like cruise control so that you don't have to drive at the same exactly, time? Exactly, exactly. That is exactly what this game needed. But GTA didn't do that, huh? No, GTA doesn't do that. No, you've got to accelerate, steer, and try and aim, and shoot all yeah, at the same time rough. using the shoulder button to shoot yeah. and the right trigger to continue to accelerate. Right. Get better at it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, but seriously, it's don't like sucks, rubbing dude. your belly and patting your head at the same time. That's easy. It's just ridiculous, right? And I'm like, and I'm chasing this stupid idiot on a motorbike trying to shoot at him. And eventually, it took me that long, it went, oh, you failed the mission because it took you too long. He's escaped. And I'm like, he was right in front of me. I just couldn't see <laughs> So, yeah. And I remember rightly, the first time around, I had the same issue. And in the end, I just ran him over or something and yeah. blocked him between a car and a truck or something. See, that's the amazing thing about Grand Theft Auto. It's an open world and you can play it how you want. It's honestly, it looks beautiful, by the way, on PC, fully maxed out. It does look very nice. But, oh, gee, who thought that was a good idea for one of your first missions that you do? Dan Hauser. Yeah, well, he's a dick. Uh, interestingly, we've been watching Panic Room today. Oh, yeah. Jodie yeah. Foster. Jodie Foster. Exactly. Um, fuck, what's his name? Ah, Ghost Dog. Last King of Scotland. Yeah, I can't think what his actor name is, actually. Uh, I know Jared, you mean. Jared Leto is in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, but what's kind of interesting about this game is... Uh, this game, sorry, this movie. I recorded it onto a DVD from the TV. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, Forrest yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, so I recorded it off Channel 5 in 2004. Okay. So that's how long ago I recorded this onto a DVD. Yes. Uh, and guess what game there was an advert for? Come on, you should know this. 2004. There's a uh, GTA San Andreas. Indeed, there was, right? I'm like, oh my God. And it was Millie's like, these adverts are so weird. Because <laughs> they had all these weird adverts from 2004. Is it the one, is it GTA, is it the uh, Welcome to the Jungle track? Yes, that was the advert. Dude. Welcome to yeah. the Jungle. No, 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 uh, we're going to get taken off of Twitch. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was just weird to see an advert for GTA San Andreas. And I'm like, oh, my God, how jank does that Let's look? go get some. <laughs> Don't worry, Duke. I'm not worried that. Stu's impression of Welcome to the Jungle would be flagged. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, it was really funny seeing like adverts and there was news because <laughs> at Channel Five you see it's like news. Yeah, and, and there was news from 2004, and I'm like, how weird is it seeing oh, the news from 2004? Uh, so that was kind of it was like you know when you find a really old VHS tape and watch it. It was a bit like that. <laughs> well, that's exactly what it was. Well, it kind of is only on DVD. Right. Digital version of that same thing. <laughs> a digital version of the old V8, found an old VHS tape. Uh, so, yeah, it was kind of funny. So, I just thought that was a bit of an aside and it included GTA. But, yeah, GTA, it kind of still holds up, but there's just such a fucking stupid mechanics. Who came up with that? I don't know. Hmm. Let's shoot using the right shoulder button. I, I, I do mean to play it again, GTA, because I never played it on the Xbox One. I've got the okay. Xbox One. And I've. I've, I've, I've 
I bought the Xbox One version of GTA Five for the online to kind of carry that on. But I played the original GTA Five on the 360, which is insane when you think about it. Yeah, it is. Um, that I played that on the 360. I, I, it doesn't even register. Like you know, we didn't get a GTA game this generation. No. That's ins- that's crazy. Well, well don't worry, Tinny. You're getting yeah. an enhanced version for the next, you know, generation. So it's all yeah. good. I don't think we're going to get GTA 6 either. No, so. no, you're just getting an enhanced GTA 5 <laughs> on the Series X. And yeah. The waiting you know, is the hardest part. I kind of get it, you know. Like, these games get bigger, they get harder, and that they've made a lot of money on GTA 5, and Rockstar don't make games every every year anymore like they used to. And, and they did release Red Dead 2, and that was nine years or eight years in the making and all this sort of stuff so i've heard it's good i should play that yeah it is pretty good you yeah. should play that um yeah, you should you should give it a whirl yeah like they they are they do what they want rockstar and the, the reason why i like what they do is because they have that eye for detail and they have that power of oh yeah i mean i mean even just driving around in this game you're like you you realize how much work and an effort yeah has gone into creating this world that Insane. you're in it's insane. Yeah. You can go on. Yeah, yeah. You can go on bus tours that I've never yeah. been on, and yeah. they're fully yeah. voice acted. You know, it, just ridiculous amounts of detail that I, you know, I played the game for many, many hours, and I, I even when I like play it, like the online, like don't don't even go into the online and how mad that is, but you know, sometimes I drive around, I've never noticed this house. Or, what percentage, you know what I mean? like, what percentage of the what percentage of the world would you say you've seen in this game, would you say, Chini? I'd probably, like... I, 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 there's a difference between seen and noticed, right. I suppose. Because like, I do that when I walk around my my neighbourhood. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. Especially when the lockdown started, me and Tara walked around there and I was like, never seen this house, yeah, never yeah. seen this house, you know? Sure. Um, whereas... Yeah, probably about eighty percent or something like that, where you kind of think, yeah, I kind of know the layer, but I never knew that this was here. I knew them. Yeah. Now, if you if you said to me, "Where's this?" I could probably mark it on the map. Yeah. But I don't really. You see, it's interesting because at the end of the game, you get like a bit of a montage, don't you, of all the places in the game or some of the places in the game. I think. I can't remember. And, and one of them was a skate park, and I'm like, I've never been to that skate park. <laughs> yeah. Well, the skate park is the, the, the famous skate park. Which is the one that I've been to in real life because this is all yeah. based on LA. Yeah. And I went to that skate park and and watched uh, that skate park for a while. And, that, and then I went to it again in GTA afterwards. I came back from LA. Um, but it's on the Santa Monica sort of beach pier. Yeah. Sort of so thing. I never did that. I never went, I never played golf. You know, you can play like golf in Me the game. Me and Marsh played a lot of golf on this. Yeah. Game. Never played golf. Never yeah. did it. And tennis as well. And tennis, never did that. Never played tennis. Mm. I played darts. You can play darts, I think, can't you? I did that. That's was, GTA 4. I was at GTA 4 where you played you darts. You played pool and darts in GTA 4. Yeah. But no, I never did any of that stuff. And it is, I think one of the most interesting things about GTA 5 is when you, you end up in like the wilderness, you know, like in the in the in the middle of nowhere and they they put a little they like put cars every now and again so you can get back if you get stranded and stuff you know or crash your car or end up yeah. in a ditch and you can't get it out yeah. uh so they, they do make sure you can always get back even if you're in the middle of nowhere but again it's it's one of those games where if you didn't have that car it would take you probably about 20 minutes to get back into the middle of the city or whatever walking oh yeah you know it's a huge huge area isn't it 
Yeah, I definitely want to play it again. I'm just watching it now, and I haven't seen the story for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, but oh God, I have such a love for. It. I want to play four again as well. Um, I have such a big love for them. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe five, six years is, is long enough for you to kind of go, okay, there's something else. 2013 as well. Same year Last of Us came out, by the way. I'll be honest with you. Well, it's interesting you should say that because I think The Last of Us still holds up. Even Especially the Enhanced Edition looks looks lovely. You yeah. know, that could have been made for the PS4. It, it does look that good. Um, and I would have said the same about this game. You know, even putting it on PC, maxed out settings, it it looks really good. You yeah. know, it could have been made in the last couple of years. If you told me this was made in 2018, 2019 or whatever, I I wouldn't argue. No. I wouldn't go, no, don't talk bollocks. This couldn't have been made that recently because you, you look at it and the way it plays and, well, apart from the stupid mechanics, uh, it looks it looks impressive. It could have, it could have been made in the last two years without any issues. Yeah. We're, we're past the phase now of these, these you know, it, it all depends on the game, but... Some of these games, you know, like when when PlayStation One and Two came out, and we had this like era of 3D where they didn't age well, and I would argue some 360 games have aged really, really well. You yeah. know, even but still. even seeing seeing San Andreas today, I was like flipping. Eh? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> San Andreas. I mean, gameplay wise, it's not too bad, but no, yeah, looks wise, it, it, it looks matter. very old. Yeah. You know, let's be honest, it's only, what, 16 years ago? And I know that sounds like that's a long, long time. time in the world of video games. That's a lot. That's a long it time. It is a long time in the world of video, video games. games. That's a long time. You do realize that, but... Yeah. Yeah. On PS2. All right, so <laughs> anything else about GTA V? No, it's it's good. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm definitely going to play some more of it. Great. Chinny, anything else that you've been playing? No. Okay, I don't either. What's next? Uh, right, uh, let's have a look at time, hour and 37. I guess we should do emails in that case. Uh, Whoa, that ruled. Uh, right, okay, first email tonight is from uh duke law stephen holdsworth yay anybody who's got duke in their name i'm i'm right there with you buddy indeed so he says update on gaming hours regarding how many hours is reasonable to play games for you cut out for a long time there i did okay i'll do it again update on gaming hours go Update on gaming hours. Yeah. Uh, evening, guys. Evening. E- evening. What's that? Uh, so a bit of a follow-up. A follow-up from last week's email regarding how many hours is reasonable, you know, to play games for in a week. Yeah. Uh, thanks for your advice on the gaming hours situation. You'll be glad to know, following your guidance, I am now living in the shed for my own safety. Yeah. So I'm, I think it must have gone well. So he's he's absolutely fine now. His wife's right, very understanding of his uh, hobby. So yeah. you're very welcome. All right. Uh, so my question is deep. It's very deep. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so with so bear with me. Uh, the Last of Us has been getting subpar review. Uh, so subpar, uh, superb. It says oh, superb. Right. That's more uh, superb reviews from the critics, but mixed reviews from the general public. Some describing it as depressing. Um, so can how get... did you not expect that, though? Exactly. 
So can a game be depressing and entertaining yes. at the same time? Yes. Yeah, of course it can. It, it is a weird question, but there are very depressing films that are also... I don't know whether entertaining is the right word for it. Right. I mean, the way I see it, sometimes a story should be depressing because it's trying to prove a good point. Um, or it's trying to evoke something very powerful in the audience. And I think that yeah, a I video mean, game I mean, is... a great example of that is City of God. Yeah, I agree. I think that a video game is a little different because by its nature, it's meant to be interactive. And we want... I think originally we wanted these games to be just escapist fun. But obviously there's a, there's a, a realm, there's a part, there's a genre, there's a subsector of games that is trying to establish itself as being stories that are more important than they are just fun and wacky and entertaining. So maybe the word entertaining isn't the best one, but important, I think, can be good. Yeah, or engrossing. Yeah. Wouldn't be maybe a better word. It's, it's hard to say that something that's depressing is entertaining, I suppose, but it is engaging. Maybe that's a better word for it. And again, I would say it needs to be doing so for a good reason. Because it's very yeah. easy to make a game that's depressing or pessimistic just because that's the way the world is and everything is dark and blah, blah, blah. But I don't think that's a good enough reason to make a game or a story depressing. Or no, I think you've got to have some light and shade. I mean, you've got to have that. Well, I'm not necessarily saying that. Also. I'm saying that you need to have a good reason. So Macbeth is not a happy story, but it's got a really important reason behind it, right? Same with Hamlet. Yeah, totally. Blue no sky. idea because I've never done any Shakespeare. But yeah, no, totally, Jew. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I think there is a place in video games for games to tell an important or serious story rather than just a bit of fluff to move the game along. And again, like, you know, I think you should be in a place where you're ready for that. I don't think that it should be expected that just because the game is out and it's popular that everybody should go run to play it because I think there are people who are in a bad place in their minds and, you know, with this whole pandemic and stuff maybe they don't need to have a story that reminds them of how shit everything is because sometimes we need stories to lift us up as eb white said yeah i mean a good example of a story driven game that is it's pretty depressing is night in the woods okay, you know that that is a very like about the depression and factories going bust and all the local workers being out of work and the main protagonist in the game quitting college because they can't they aren't doing very well or being bullied or whatever uh but he's telling an important story you know he's telling something interesting about the world i suppose mm -hmm. and i think that's that that makes it fine you know it's being informative or giving you a viewpoint of the world that you might not have considered i don't think there's anything wrong with that so there you go uh he says i don't think it is depressing the little i've played of it uh, many thanks, Stephen Holdsworth, a.k.a. Lord. So there you go. Uh, okay, the second thanks. email yeah. tonight is also connected uh, to a speak pipe that you have received, Duke, from Derek Sainz. Oh, yeah. And it is a multi-choice madness quiz, episode two, The Podcasters Strike Back. Oh. So it's a quiz, and the answers are in the speak pipe. Oh, okay. Ooh. So I'm playing. So basically, we'll do the same as last time. So I'll ask the question, then obviously you can give the first answer, you know, and la da yada 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 yada. Oh wait, does that make sense? I so I should have it ready to go. You need to have Derek's uh, speak pipe ready to go, and we'll do them question answer question answer. Are we going to do it that way? Yeah, go ahead. 
Okay, question one. You ready? Ready. Which of the following is a landlocked American state? Ooh. So I'm guessing you'll get this one, Duke, because I will I wait for y'all to guess first before I tell you. A, Mississippi. B, New Mexico. C, West Virginia. D, Georgia. Or E, Arizona. So which of these is landlocked? Chinny uh, guesses. It is a guess. Uh, Georgia. Do you know, weirdly, I was also going to go Georgia. <laughs> Bollocks were both wrong. Sorry. I thought it was maybe New Mexico, but then when he said West Virginia, I'm pretty certain West Virginia is landlocked. You see, I, I saw West and okay, I was going to quiz answers. Are you ready? Yeah. Question one. The landlocked American state is West Virginia. Booyah! I know my oh, country, okay. kind of. Bloody good job. Yeah. Uh, right, question two. Are you ready? Ready. Go Which for one it. of the following is not a Japanese-released video game? Okay. Uh, and in, bracket, in brackets, I made one of the titles up. Ooh, nice. Okay, okay. are you okay. ready for this? Yes. Uh, Densha Dego... What? Jump superstars. Huh? Tingles balloon fight. Say what? Big Bang Pro Wrestling. Uh, okay. Or My Girlfriend is a Hamster. So do you want the guesses again? Uh, so no, which one is not a Japanese game? Which is not a Japanese release video game. Go through so I'm assuming again. it's the one he made up. <laughs> well, of course. But which one is that? Which is the one he made up? So there's Densha Dego. Let's assume Jump. that that one's real because it's the mis it's yeah. the misguiding one. It's uh, the only one Jump that's in Superstars. I'm gonna. That's what I'm thinking Ting is maybe the wrong one. Tingles Balloon Fight. That's too crazy to not be true. Big Bang Pro Wrestling. Yeah, I think I remember hearing about that one actually. Yeah. And my girlfriend is a hamster. I'm gonna go with the second one. I'm going to go with my girlfriend is a hamster. And I'm going to go with Densha Dego. All right, we're all picking something different. Let's see. Question two. The video game that was not released in Japan, that was made up by me, was My Girlfriend is a Hamster. Oh, look uh, at you. Well done. Well done, Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Question number three. Yeah. Who of the following has been nominated most times for an acting Oscar? Okay. Is it A, Jack Nicholson? Uh, B, Meryl Streep? Yeah, I think C, it's Kirk Douglas? D, uh, Catherine Hepburn? Or E, Morgan Freeman? I'm going to guess Meryl Streep. Yeah, I was going to guess Meryl Streep. I think it's Meryl Streep, too. Question three The actor actress with the most Oscar nominations, and I believe it's 21 so far is Meryl Streep. Yeah, we know yeah. our actors. What, yeah, what? yeah she's, she's had a lot of nominations. Yeah. 21, jeez. All right, question number four. A slight change for this question. Simply name the actor who played the following action movie characters. Jason Statham. Yeah, so, no, Duchess. There's, so there's characters, and you've got to say who played them. James Bond. Right. First one. 
Raymond Tango, which is Sylvester Stallone, I think. Oh yeah, Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. Sure, why not? But I can't Let's remember what it was him or is it Kurt, is it uh, Thingy Douglas, isn't it? Who mm. is it Thingy Douglas who plays the other one? Yeah, Thingy Douglas. Anyway, I think it, I think it's Raymond was I think Tango was Sylvester Stallone's character. Sure, let's go with that. Uh, John Matrix. John Matrix. That's the name. Because if it's Neo in the Matrix, that's Keanu Reeves. I've never heard of any character named John Matrix. John Matrix. John Matrix. John Matrix. I'm not. I don't know. Is this a porno? Maybe. <laughs> Hello, Maybe. I'm John Matrix. My dispatcher said there's something wrong with Dinah Cobble. Uh, C. Mike Lowry. What? Mike Lowry. Is he the one who makes the Lowry sea salt? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. He's I've making heard, up these I've names, man. Lowry. I've never heard of any of these people. I think I've heard of him, but I can't place it. Sorry. Uh, D. You should get this one, people. Martin Riggs. What? Martin Riggs. I don't know who that is. Sorry. Nope. You have no idea. Well, who why don't Martin you just Riggs tell is. us? I, you didn't know that West Virginia's landlocked, but I didn't lord it over you. That is true. Who is it? Uh, I'm trying to think of the actor's name. <laughs> just give us some context. What film uh, is it from? Uh, Lethal Weapon. Oh, is that oh, uh, Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. There yeah, you go. Okay. God, I'm old. I'm there getting so old. My uh, memory is rubbish. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, Martin Riggs is is obviously the character from Lethal Weapon. Obviously. At least I knew the movie. Yes. Uh, and number E, and number E, <laughs> letter E, Stanley Goodspeed. Uh, I sort of vaguely recognise that, but I can't think what it's from. We watched mm. Shrek last night. That's a fun movie. Stanley Goodspeed. But anyway, that's it. So we got Martin Riggs. And okay. We got Raymond Question Tango. four. I quickly ran through the actors and movies. Raymond Tango was played by Sylvester Stallone in Tango and Cash. John Matrix was played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando. Okay, Uh, I don't remember that, but whatever. Michael Lowry was played by Will Smith in Bad Boys. Uh, Martin Riggs was played by Mal Gibson in Lethal Weapon. There you go. And Stanley Goodspeed was played by Nicolas Cage in The Rock. See, Uh, this is not our genre. If you had Coen Brothers movies about writers, yes, we would be all over that. Well, I would. If you had weird and shit, uh, I don't know. No, Stu doesn't watch weird and shit animated movies. He watches, what do you watch? You watch like Hollywood blockbusters. That's why you got most of those. That's why I got a couple of them anyway. Chinny watches, uh, what do you watch, Chinny? Just anything, really. And he watches anything. YouTube uh, videos of people who go and live on islands by themselves for that a year. Yeah. <laughs> I watched all of the, the, the movies and yeah. Bond movies. Well, there you go. There you go. Maybe there needs to be a question about a Bond movie. Uh, question Daniel five. Craig. <laughs> Daniel Craig, there you go. Question question five, which one of the following bosses is not in Bloodborne, Demon Souls, uh, one of the Dark Souls games? Oh, no, I don't, I don't yeah, I plead the fifth. Game. I don't know. Okay, shit. A... Father Gascoigne, he is. I know he's in one of Gaza. the games. I can't remember which one it is. Father is Gascoigne. Gaza. Uh, be the Cleric Beast. I think that is definitely in one of these games. See mm. uh, Harissi the Arcas. Okay. Mm. Mm. Uh, D, the Blood-Starved Beast, or E, Asylum Demon. I'm going to go with C, Harassi <laughs> the Arcas. Sure, let's go that. with that. I think Yours you're right. all seem to ring a bell. Question five. I'm sure Chinny and Stu got this one. The non-Bloodborne Dark Souls boss, uh, who was in 
The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is Harissi the Arrakis. There you go. There you go. You got it right. There you go. I don't know why you thought Chinny would get that. There you go. I didn't know it was from The Witcher 3. I just did it by because I'd heard of all the other four. Well, there you go. But I have heard of that one. I don't uh, remember anything about The Witcher 3. No, I don't remember that. Geralt. I don't remember. Uh, you remember putting on the play? That was the best part. Geralt had sex on a unicorn. Unicorn sex. Uh, question six. Which of the following is not the capital city of the country it's in? Oh, my God. What? Okay. Are we just doing quizzes about anything? <laughs> I know. General knowledge. Here we go. Yep. Uh, a. Uh, Accra, Ghana. Uh, yes, that is it, I think. Belgrade, Serbia. That is that is correct. Yeah. Uh, Canberra and Australia is also correct. Istanbul yes. and Turkey is also correct. Now, are we sure I mean, these are capital cities? Because it's very easy to think, oh, I know that city. Well, it Can must Canberra be the capital. is definitely the capital city That's of fine. That's fine. I believe you. I'm just making sure. Uh, Istanbul. I'm sure that is the capital of Turkey, isn't it? Not Con- Constantinople. No. Oh. No, know. wait. Isn't Ankara the capital of Turkey? I think Ankara is the capital Ooh, of Turkey. Oh, that could be the one because the other one's Ottawa, Canada. Which that is the capital of Canada. So, yeah, I think you could, yeah. maybe it is Istanbul. I think it is Turkey is the wrong one. There you go, then. Let's find Let's out. We're right. Number six. The capital of Turkey is Ankara, so the non-capital city was Istanbul. Booyah! I am nailing Booyah. it with geography well, this week. Look at me go. Look at you. Uh, question number seven. Which yeah. Of the following is the <laughs> longest running video game franchise from its initial release date to its last release in the franchise? Tetris. Are you ready? Here we go. A. Space Invaders. Tetris. No, that's not. B. Being Wolfenstein. No. C. Pac Man. D. Earlier than Wolfenstein. Tetris. Tetris. <laughs> Or E, Final Fight, it's got to be Tetris because they've literally just brought that game out. Are you sure it's not Pac-Man, though? Because they keep doing Pac-Man. Yeah, but Tetris is more recent. I'm and also Pac-Man um, has been wiped off the list of acknowledged games because he got addicted to crack and was a massive rat. And they he called it Crack-Man. He was eating a lot of tablets. Yeah, Crack-Man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's find out. I'm just going with Pac-Man. Finally, number seven. The longest one in video game franchise, which has run from July 1980 to October 2019 is pac-man oh, oh in your face you 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 another quiz next month so i'll just say keep on gaming make sure there's lots yeah. of geography questions because i'm nailing yes. those he's nailing those yeah and that's it that is it so um so we're just yeah. doing quizzes about anything yeah now. just anything <laughs> how many feet does an average elephant have Cuban. Human, <laughs> human feet. That would be a ridiculous question. How many feet does a human have? Uh, well, there's a couple more speed pies from Jay, so let's do those. Yeah, we've got Discord stuff as well, and we All have right. got Discord questions on those. Should we do Discord enough. first or speak pipe first? It's up to you. You pick. Let's do the. We always forget about the Discord. Folks. Discord. Well, let's do the Discord. 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 So on the Discord, hey, you can join our Discord. Check out the show notes. The links to the Discord is in the show notes. Show join notes. it. Be a part um, of it. Yes. Uh, but quick one. One word answers from you. Okay. 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 Uh, GH Rocker says, "Are video games art?" Duke. Yes. Yes. Stuart. 
Yes. And just for controversy, I'll say no. <laughs> oh, what the uh, fuck? How could you? Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Antonio had asked several weeks ago to rank for me to rank the RTJ albums, and a lot of people are saying it's four, three, two, one. I think it's three, four, two, one. So that's just my opinion. I think it's one, two, three. You are four. out of your mind. You don't think the first one's yeah. the best? No, I know yeah. I don't. I, I haven't heard four, the first one. Stuart, you don't listen to rap. Don't five, lie. Don't six, front. Don't be Vanilla Ice. 50. Yeah. If you want the honest answer, Duke, I think the answer is three. Because that's the yeah, one I've heard. Uh, three, four, uh, two, one. Yeah. Four is good. Four is growing on me, but it's not as good as three. Great. I'm glad I asked you that question. Uh, <laughs> Antonio Wimpo. did, and I love Antonio, so shove it. Wimpo said, non gaming related question for Duke. Yeah, favorite shoot. Simpsons, let me hear you. Favorite Simpsons episode or oh. one of. Mine has got to be Home of the Bodyguard. Oh, well, that's a classic. Uh, I, I'm actually going to put Mr. Bergstrom up there because it just hits me on such an emotional level every time. That's the substitute. That's just the substitute. Lisa's that's substitute. Substitute. so good. Yeah. Beautiful. But you I mean, that, now, 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 don't get me wrong. In terms of jokes per minute, that doesn't come close. It's not the no. funniest episode by far. I'd say Duff Gardens is in the running for that one because it's that yeah. one. Just, oh, God. I am the Lizard Queen. Yeah. Take three I, of I, these, I, and then ten of these, and then all of these. Thank you, Doctor. I'm not a, do- I'm not a doctor. An, an episode, but that era is definitely like. Oh yeah. It's just the perfect yeah, era yeah. for Simpsons. You see, you see, I've only watched limited amounts of The Simpsons. Well, get caught up, Stuart. But, but my favorite episode that I've watched is the one that where Homer takes over the nuclear plant. Where I thought that was pretty over? good. Why? What do you mean takes it over? Well, he because he takes over doesn't he, he becomes oh he's the because they reason. took the bird and he yeah okay he's the patsy yeah yeah i remember that that was good uh the it's union episode, episode is also great obviously uh they will march day and night by the big cooling tower they have the plan but we have the power so good. and the, the other one i always remember is where i can't think what the character's called where he goes i pray for special shoes and they come flying through the window at the end <laughs> oh that's that's uh uh, Rod and Todd, one of Rod or oh, Todd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flanders, I think. Right. Yeah. Oh, Marth, Marth. Special shoes. <laughs> yeah. Iron I helps us play. Uh, Hello, okay, Joe. Thanks, thanks Wimpo, for that. <laughs> uh, X Rider said, just for Father's Day, what is your favorite gaming memory with son or daughter? Get ready, Eric. Uh, <laughs> niece yeah, which one or, is it, Eric? Niece or nephew or. I don't know, Dad, X-Rider? <laughs> yeah, uh, really. Yeah, uh, mine would be Forza or Minecraft with my son. Cheers. Well, I don't have a son or daughter that, <laughs> that I claim is mine. Ah. But you have a niece or nephew. I'm guessing that's why you chucked those in there. Yeah, I got I got, I got, got loads of those. Uh, and I've also got a dad uh, who I saw today from a distance. And, uh, I, yeah, I've... With my dad, it's 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 uh it's Bomberman too. I think he's my favourite. Hmm. Um, he, me and him just got really into Bomberman too, in a big way, um, and we we would just play it for hours, you know. And it, and it wasn't like I never got the impression that he was kind of like humouring me. Do you know what I mean? Like letting me win. He was like really trying. Like I was at an age where I was pretty good at it, and he was good at it, and we'd constantly play it all the time. And he was also really good at Mario Kart 64 as well, my dad. Um, yeah. Uh, and with my nephew and money, there's so many, just so many, like 
just I don't know. I, I played a lot of games with them growing up. I, I the first game that I made Jimmy play ever, and I think he was about four or something. Was N plus? Remember N plus? I yeah, remember yeah. you talking about that a lot. I, yeah, with him. And I said, I said to Jimmy, I said, do you remember the first game you ever played? And he was like, yeah, N plus. And I was like, yeah, I thought it was me. Right, I showed you that. And that's why he's screwed now. <laughs> that is true. That is Bless true. It. What about you, Stuart? Uh, mine, I've got, you know, and I know I've banged on about this before, but I guess probably my favourite game in memory for Millie was her just becoming an absolute beast at Super Hexagon HD. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, because it, it, to me it was just it, she was just like a frigging machine. Yeah, you know, she was at that. I don't know. She, I think she was about nine or ten, and I think at that age, she, her brain just like programmed itself to play that game in the most ridiculous way. And it all came about because she just wanted to beat the times of people that I gamed with. Yeah, you know, so every time someone put up a faster time, she was like, "Right, I'm going to beat it," and she did, and she just. Played that game for hours and hours. Suck and it, hours. everybody that Stu played with. Yeah, and then eventually got into like the world top fifties, like longest times. Yeah, which to me at the time was just—I'd never been on a leaderboard for anything. You and know, you and still haven't. And I still haven't. And here's my ten-year-old daughter in the top fifty in the world, playing some I mean, ridiculous. All her grades went game. down at school and stuff. But that <laughs> Matter. Luckily, luckily, it was at a time when it didn't matter so much yeah. what she was doing at school. But uh, brilliant, you know. And and there's that. And I guess She's more had a recent, nervous twitch since she has had a nervous twitch. Uh, more recently, a way out playing that with it was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, and especially the ending, she was not a happy person. Because <laughs> oh, you have to face off on the end of it. You do, game. you do. She hated it. Absolutely hated it. Yeah, yeah. That that happened. She was, but she. She, it was almost like I'd actually betrayed her, you know, not the video game, it was me. Well, you did, though. <laughs> I know. And she hated it. Yeah. Oh, I, I played that I game played with Marsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way out, and I, and I think I won. I killed him, yeah. Well, I played as the cop character, so that made it worse. <laughs> so yeah. I was playing as the cop character. I don't she... remember any of that game, because that was kind of dull. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It's all right. Uh, what about you, Duke? Are your nephews? Yeah, I played think? Minecraft with my nephew Avit recently, and that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I haven't had too many. You know, it's weird. The people in my life, they don't play video games, really. There was one, no. the son of a friend of mine from high school, was sort of my nephew, and he was playing games for a while, but whenever he was on, I was off and off and on, and it was just hard for us to connect. And I mean, I have memories of playing... Um, some puzzle games with my dad way back in the day. Like when I got the Hitchhiker's Guide game, he played that with me a little bit. Um, I remember playing Apple IIe games way back in the day when we went to his office at the University of Florida, mechanical engineering, because uh, they had a computer back when it was rare. Um, but I think he would have loved Myst. And it was, you know, my father passed when I was 16 years old. It's one of the things that I think about a lot when I play certain games, you know, train games. He was really into model trains. So when I play a train game, I think about my dad. And I, but I think Mist had that combination of aesthetics and an interesting enough story, and just you know the creepiness. I think he would have gotten into that. So yeah, yeah. I, I think about that because my dad's yeah, lost a lot of his sight now. Yeah, um, which is you know yeah my mom's deaf, my my dad's almost blind, which is literally a great sitcom. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, you yeah. know. 
<laughs> and I always say, you know, with the expression "get away with murder," I reckon you can in that house. I reckon you can. Uh, if you murdered somebody, brought them into the house, they you, you you'd have to work around it, but I don't think they'd notice. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, I think I, I often think when I was playing Mass Effect, because me and my dad often, mm. uh, you know, talk about astronomy and 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 space and things yeah. like that. And I, I told my dad about this game, Mass Effect, and he was like, oh, that's right. And I, I, you know, and you, if I put it on easy, you know, he's 76 now, but at the time when it came out, he, he, if, he, if he had his sight, I would have said, Dad, you should play this game. I think you'd really enjoy it because he likes Star Trek and, you know, the old Star Trek stuff. And I was like, you'd love this game, Dad. It's really cool. Yeah. Don't worry about the, 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 the banging the chicks thing. I'm not going to talk about <laughs> that with you, but yeah. the... the <laughs> the whole space stuff. I think he would have really liked it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, but unfortunately he can't these days. Mm. You know, he doesn't even like snooker that much these days. He he got me onto snooker, but he just can't see it. Yeah. So he's just like, nah. But I did recommend to him The Irishman, you know, the movie The Irishman, uh-huh. because Robert De Niro narrates the whole thing, which okay. is really helpful for my dad. Yeah, he's like, sure. yeah, I just listened to Robert De Niro all the whole nice. time. I was like, that's quite good. Yeah. So. Dads and stuff. Yeah. Aww. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm a dad. I'm a dad. Yeah, I'm one of those. Ginny might be one in some point in the future, I guess. Who knows? Did Millie yeah. get you anything? She did. She what did. Did she get you? Uh, she got me six assorted pork scratchings. That's poor. They're little little tubs of pork scratchings, all different flavors. I'd have complained. Scratching. Yeah, really. Know. Uh, you still have the receipt, man. Bottles of craft, <laughs> four bottles of craft cider, so yeah. different flavors of cider, four different bottles, yeah. and a box of Turkish delight. Ooh, lovely. And then she got me a card, and it said, and I can't remember what it how it said, but it's something like, uh, "Sorry for being such a little shit." Yeah. <laughs> on the card. Wow. That's cute. Good. Uh, uh, well, very funny girl, your Millie. She's very funny. funny. Yeah, she got me a card and said, "I'm sorry for being such a little shit like, all the time." For anybody that hasn't heard Millie or anything on the show, she is Stu's daughter. Just, just oh, get yeah. that clear. Like, yeah, yeah. You, when you talk yeah. to her, you're like, "Oh mm-hmm. my god, this is Stu's daughter." Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Anyway, MS Ranger in the Discord says, "Thank you, X Rider, by the way, for that. That was a good one." Uh, MS Ranger said, PS5, upright or on its side? Good night. No, <laughs> upright. On its side, it looks upright. like it's fallen over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I, I stand my consoles up, so yeah, I'd say stand yeah. them up. Looks ridiculous. Uh, Duke, I know you don't care because, you know, but what would you do? Well, upright. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent yeah, stuff. Yep. Thank you, MS Ranger. And Ajax says, watching your TV late at night and you're skipping through channels and you see insert movie here has just started uh which film would you instantly make you start watching eg for me it would always be coming to america or one of the bad boy films or jaws so you're late at night yeah i've got a few of these well well, go on then go for it uh the first one and i think because i just have such fond memories of this from the 80s uh would be escape from new york just that intro music at the beginning you know john carpenter at his peak yeah, Defo, Defo escaped from New York. Peaked early then, John. He did. Oh, yeah, he did some great films. Uh, Duke, you sort of late night movie, you see it on the TV, you're like, I'm watching this. This Primer. is my night now. Primer. Huh? Primer. Primer. Uh, Primer or Fletch. Uh, there's a number of comedy movies like that. Happy Gilmore, Airplane. You know, I'm watching them. 
Yeah, airplane for me. I'll, I'll just turn uh, those on, to, you know, when washing the dishes or something, just over and over. Yeah, airplane for me. I'll always watch a Back to the Future if it's on. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, Silence of the Lambs. No, I've only watched Silence of the Lambs once. Oh, it's oh, so good. Such a good film. Yeah. Such yeah. awesome. The performances seven. in that movie are so great. Yeah, Seven as well. But yeah. to see Silence of the Lambs and Seven, like I have to be in a certain mood for those because they're yes. really unpleasant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Airplane, they're, they're, they're Happy Gilmore. I can watch those films. over and over. Now, interestingly. Rounders is not a very pleasant film, but I'll watch that over and over again because I love the performances, except John Malkovich. What the fuck was he thinking? Want the cookie? Ugh, dude, come on. Rounders. It's um, Ed Norton and Matt Damon uh, playing cards. It's not oh, is a it very... the poker film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's not I've a good movie, but it's, you know, the performances, like I said, are great. So I'll watch Matt it over Damon's good. When Matt Damon's good, he's good. Oh, yeah. I love Matt Damon. I think he's... Yeah. I don't think I've seen him in anything I didn't like. That's true. The Martian was great. Martian's awesome. Yeah. Bourne movies. Like, the Bourne that. movies are one of the only action movies I'll watch over and over. Again, because yeah. of his performances. Well, not just him, but Clive Owen and you know everybody else. Yeah. Uh, the Departed, he was good in that as you well. You should get some sleep. <laughs> Yeah. Moby comes in. Right. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, right, okay. Thanks. I, I've got one more, by the way. And I think you'll both agree with this one. Uh, total Recall. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get your ass to Mars. Exactly. You're talking about Beautiful. the Colin Firth remake. No! Boo! No! Suck. Boo! Arnold, baby. Everybody's always talking about that one, right? Yeah. yeah. Open your mind, Based on Earth. Like the book. Open your to the book. mind. Yeah, well, Open your mind. Shit. Open what if we mind. put it on Mars? Open your mind. Girl, you make me want to have three hands. Open your mind. Uh, <laughs> Classic. That's brilliant. What yeah. a line. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Uh, nice question. Right, like are we ready for speak pipes or is it still more? Yeah, yeah, let's Discord do it. Oh, that's stuff. it for discords. That's it. Speak it's the way to leave a no, message no, now jay is the guy who always makes the quiz for us but this week i guess there's no quiz because we got a speak pipe and i can't imagine he put a quiz on a speak pipe so let's see what he did instead hello veteran gamers it's jay here um just to say that uh, there won't be a quiz this week i'm probably going to do quizzes <laughs> two weeks from now on because uh, things are uh, happening in my life, so they're occupying my time. Um, but I just want to say a quick uh, thank you to everyone who helped answer my PC questions. Uh, so uh, the Seal Podcast, Fraser and Company, uh, Tainted T-Shirt, uh, Duke, and uh, especially Stu, who's Yay. given me so much advice over the past few days. So I really, really appreciate that. Um, a quick uh, thing that I've, I've, I've just finished Red Dead Redemption 2, and I Ooh. just want to apologize for the first time I tried playing this. I uh, stopped playing half through because uh, i craved something faster paced who does that? Uh, i went back to it uh, because it went on game pass and it's fucking amazing yeah, it is. um yes best story since the last of us and i apologize to rockstar and uh, <laughs> chinny for stopping playing i was wrong i was so so wrong uh yeah so i'll finish off this uh, little thing with a question um it was on uh, last week's discord but it was buried under a load of um Mine and Stu's PC speaking crap, so that's uh, I'm my own worst enemy there. I apologize for that. Uh, so the question is, uh, what's your favorite theme park and what's your favorite ride? Uh, I Hopefully we'll be back for next week for the next quiz. Um, till then, bye!
There you go. Favorite think, theme park, favorite ride. I think I don't know if it's you know because I was fifteen, but like the 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 most fun I've had at a theme park was um, Universal Studios in Florida. Um, but you know we went to Disney World and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I think I really enjoyed Universal Studios, and it was raining that day for some reason. Uh, and it was beautiful the, the, the rest of the two weeks we were there. Mm. But I really just enjoyed Universal Studios in Florida. Whether if I went there back there now and enjoy it the same way. But I, I think it was because it was the first day I'd never been abroad before. So I, I, and, and it was the first time I've ever been to like America. And it was the first day of a two-week holiday. And I'd never been to a... a an amusement park in America that big before. So it was probably like a combination of things. But um, yeah, that was that was probably the most fun of that at a, an amusement park, yeah. There you go. Uh, favourite ride? Did you have one? Um, I, I, you know, I'm going to stick to it. I, I like the Nemesis at Alton Terrace. I think it's a great ride. Yeah. It's a great ride. I don't think the Rita's worth it. I don't know if you've been on that. Do you know, that, did, that was going to be mine. I just don't think it's worth it's such a long queue for such a short it is, ride. It is, but it's fast. It I don't but I'm just having a look on, on Wikipedia at how fast it actually goes. Yeah. Uh, and it does naught to sixty, not to sixty miles an hour in two and a half seconds. Yeah. It's fast. And the, what the, sorry, go on. I was gonna say the rocking roller coaster is pretty close as well. Oh yeah, in, that's cool. In, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty close. I, I think I I don't know where Antonio will know where that is, but it's in is it in Disney somewhere? Yeah, there's uh, one in Disneyland Paris and one in obviously Disneyland in Florida as well. Yeah, Aerosmith introduced it. Yeah. Hey, welcome to. Yeah. We need to get you to the gig, man. <laughs> it's so stupid. But yeah, Rita Queen of Speed is probably the most leave your belly behind your ride I've yeah. ever been on. It's just ridiculous, but it I, lasts about a minute. <laughs> yeah, I queued for the front of that. Yeah, because that's like where you want to be. Yeah. Well, Me and my I friend remember. Craig was in the queue and they was like, hey, do you want to go in the front? We was like, yeah, we do. So we went in the front. Yeah, and then you have to queue for even longer. Uh, what I, what I remember, which I found was really funny, uh, when it when we when we went the one and only time I've been on it, as you're queuing up, there's like netting underneath it, you know, for yeah. shit that full. And there was all sorts of shit on the netting. There was wallets, there was phones, yeah. there was people's false teeth, there was there was just all sorts of stuff that had obviously fallen out of people's pockets on the way around and, and mouths. Yeah. Teeth on there. You know, did um, you know that that in Drayton Manor and Alton Terrace they have to keep the rides running so they don't seize up during lockdown? Wow, that's, that's interesting. Funny. Yeah, yeah, well, it makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. So somebody has to go to Alton Towers to keep the rides going throughout yeah. the day. And they have to, sit, <laughs> they have to stick sandbags on them, though, and just pretend there's people sat in. Yeah, them. yeah. And uh, well, they just go all out. They put mannequins in them and dress them up for a laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that's somebody's job. Somebody has to just go around switching on all the roadcasters while everything's in lockdown. Yeah, and the big one at Blackpool, obviously, I've got to got to give a, a shout out it's, to the local. Yeah, yeah, the the big is it called the big? Was it called the Pepsi Max for a while? Yeah, yeah, the Pepsi Max big one. It was called. Yeah, I first. love that one. I think that's a great ride. It's it's you don't conceive how high it is till you're you, at the you top. You just shit yourself when you get to the you top. Do. You're like, this is such a thin roller coaster. Yeah. On the on a clear day, by the way, you can see the Isle of Man uh, from the top. That's 
Oh, I thought you said the Isle of Wight then. I was like, no, 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 the Isle of Man. You can see the Isle of Man. <laughs> the little curve of the earth, shoot. Yeah, uh, Isle yeah the Isle of Man is believable, I suppose. Uh, yeah. a little, little side story about it. When it was being constructed, yeah. uh, during construction, the workers came in one day when it was half built, and they built, you know, the, the big the big one, the, the big massive drop. Uh, yeah, the, top. the first drop uh, on a bend sort of thing, yeah. And when they, when they went to do their inspection and, you know, start, carried on building and stuff, they found condoms at the top, so someone had been up there and had sex on the top no, of it. I'm, I'm not surprised about Blackpool, Stay to be honest. classy, yeah. everybody. Antonio says, uh, yeah, the Rock and Roller Coaster is Disney Florida. The Rock and Roller Coaster was in California too, but that's been removed now. I think the next thing there... Is the big Iron Man thing? Yeah, we Tara and I went to uh, Universal Studios in LA, which was we did the um, you know the tour, and it shows you where all the movies are made and stuff. Yeah, and that was that was really really cool because they showed you like, hey, you know this like bit of woods here, and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know it's just like this random little patch of grass. Yeah, they filmed they filmed a load of Bird Box, that Sandra Bullock Netflix film here, and I'm like, really? I was like, wow. You know, it just looked like nothing. It's like you know the cliff in in um, Jurassic Park two with the bus. Yeah, yeah, that's that like car park there. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> nice. this is like it's so weird, you know. Yeah. Um, and they still have the set from um, you know War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise oh, War yeah, of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they have the set, and and they and they sort of like go through that. And Steven Spielberg said, I want a broken airplane a real one and we, and it cost them so much money and it took them weeks and weeks to do but the the woman who took us around said what steven wants steven gets <laughs> so yeah. um uh yeah and there's a terrible fast and furious section in that thing yeah there's a harry potter uh section to universal studios but i didn't go through it at all um because i don't care about harry potter so yeah, I, I uh, what's kind of interesting is we when we went to New York for Kay's 40th birthday, uh, we we thought we were going to get mugged and killed, to be honest. But we, you know, the people who take you around on horse and cart or whatever. Yeah. So we went up to one of these guys and went, do you know where we can hire bikes? We just want to hire bikes for the day and have a ride around Central Park. Yeah. And he went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can totally show you where you can hire bikes, right? So he's, so he starts taking us down all these weird side streets and stuff like, shit, we're going to get killed here. Yeah. There's an island uh, off of Nicaragua like, you can rent. Exactly. He said, you need your, you need your passports because you need to take a, you know, a copy of your passport just in case sure you don't bring bikes yeah. back. And we're like, all right, this sounds so dodgy. And um, anyway, he takes us to his little shop down these, all down these side streets, his little like, bike shop. And there's this little old guy in the shop, and he's like, here he is. He said, he'll, he'll hire you bikes. And he was a really nice old chap. And he, he hired us these bikes. And then the guy who obviously didn't have to do this, he got, a you know, like a map of Central Park. Yeah. And then he marked everywhere on the map that had been used in a film and nice. put the, put oh, the wow. film next to it. So he's like, this is the bridge, the, you know, where they're hiding under the bridge in Cloverfield. That's where this is. Yeah. Uh, this is the, the obviously the bridge from uh, Home Alone 2. Uh, this is the fountain from Friends that they based it on. This is obviously where they did like kidnapped or whatever, and he just put everything on. This is Sex in the City, and, and this put... this is the park where they fucked uh, in Bareback New York. No, not that kind of film. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that kind of film. No. But he put there must have been he must have put about fifteen landmarks on this little did map. This guy had nothing park. to do. Yeah, really. no, it was lovely. You know, we thought he was going to kill us. And take all our because money. you're British and you assume all Americans British. are going to kill you. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, to be fair, yeah. it's not always an unfair assumption. 
Yeah, and uh, it was there... lovely. He, he, he did all that, and he yeah. didn't want any money or anything for it. And he, obviously, the guy he took us to was nothing to do with him personally, so he didn't get any commission or anything for oh, doing there you it. Go. So he said. He was just a lovely man. Yes. Uh, sorry, there is one more speak pipe from Jay, so let me real quick play this. Nine seconds. Fuck me, doing a speak pipe is so much quicker and easier than doing a, a five-hour edit of a quiz. Fuck. <laughs> yes well you should do that every we'll week be, thank we'll you theme parks for you there dude uh i was when i was a kid i was always much more interested in epcot center than walt disney world oh, yeah. uh yeah. for whatever reason i really like the animatronic uh yeah stuff and learning about you know things and there that was one ride so about imagination and that was always my favorite because it was about being creative and you know all that stuff uh. and yeah, nerd. whatever. So I was a very nerdy nerd. We're bullying, dude. Nerdy right nerd, now. nerd, nerd. I am nerd. 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 He likes his bookie. I remember. Is that the one? Bookie the... Book. What's that ride in the ball at Epcot? Spaceship Earth. Is that was, the one? Yeah, I, it's all about I, I like just... you know going to find you know explore among the stars and. Like what the I future being of space really travel bored might be like. in there. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, Epcot itself is really boring <laughs> to a lot of people. Now, for whatever reason, you know, that was I was more into that because I think it had more substance for me than eh, Peter Pan. Eh. Not that I didn't like yeah. Disney World. It's not like if my parents took me to Disney World, I'd start crying. But for whatever reason, I was more. Oh, when into they bought Epcot. you a bike. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. oh yeah don't bring up the bike again the bike. yeah uh by the way by the way I'm, it's I'm time for a piss. shout out hey we're at two and a half hours here I'm how long is this say, goddamn podcast gonna be of you, Jude, but one of the favorite places i've ever been is jodrell bank okay uh which is like a big massive radio telescope uh place in the uk and it's just fascinating that uh, does sound even more nerdy than the cut best. center sorry go on no, I'm saying that's even nerdier than Epcot Center. Oh yeah, totally nerdier. But they have in the, they have this massive like courtyardy bit, and they have the best ever. You know, the like the tin can string phone. What? You know where you put? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm just yeah, yeah, dumbfounded yeah. Well, that you're you're bringing up a tin can string phone no, no, no. in response well, to have... a question about your favorite theme park. Just let me tell you what happens. Just, just, just. Hold just let him on. go, dude. Just let, let him go. Should I say it in French? So they have they have a more sophisticated version of that from one side of this massive area to the other. So they have a telephone. No idea. It's like a cone. It's a telephone then. No, it's not connected by anything. It's just it's just a sound capturing thing. It's hard to describe. But it's it's a bit like the bean can phone, you know, with the string and the two bean cans. God. But a more sophisticated version. And you speak into it just in a normal talking voice and the person sort of a hundred meters away can hear you as clear as day. It's just ridiculous. This, this so does sound like I'm... a great theme park. How do I get Sci- tickets? Science, man. Science. Mm-hmm. Science. Totally, All right. Totally. We're trying to wrap it's this up. It's time for a shout out. Hey, who's going there first? Shout out, Sam. Um, I'm going to go first. I'm going to shout out my wife. I'm going to shout out the bank. I went to with the tin can phone. My wife. Yes. Uh, and daughter for giving me a very nice Father's Day day. Yes. And I'm also going to shout out my wife because I decided this week to splash out some cash. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, because you know what? I've, I've been pretty good during lockdown. And Kay is usually like, you're not spending any more money. And tells me off and stuff. And <laughs> I've, been using, I've been using a 32-inch telly as a monitor for probably the best part of 10 years nearly. Goodness. And it's it's a bit crap, 
and he's not really meant for gaming, and he's got a very slow refresh rate, and he's a bit crap when you play games on it. And I went, you know what? I'm going to buy a proper gaming monitor, a 27-inch one. And she didn't bat an eyelid. Cool. She was like, fine, just get one. So I just did. Uh, so that's coming in the next few days. What I so. do is I buy something and then just act shocked that it turned up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm kind of going to do that as well because yeah. I also purchased a webcam, but I haven't told her about yeah. that. Ooh. Sometimes I just buy stuff and just pretend it's the old one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't got yeah. an old webcam. So like, what do you mean? Together. I've had this brand new TV could, for yonks. What What I think I'm going to say is it came with the monitor. Yeah. There you go. She'll never know. She'll never Lying know. is the key to a healthy relationship. <laughs> it is. It, it really is. Yeah. Totally. Um, All right, Chenny, shout outs. I'm going to shout out Fletch, who posted in the news for the show section that we meticulously went through uh, <laughs> and uh, he said he posted the screenshot of the cyberpunk delay yeah, don't worry delay. we're not going to talk about it no, yeah. we're not. basically the gist of what we're going to say is just fucking delay it no one cares and yep. then um, yeah uh, Jay who also left this speak pipe posted a picture of Planet Coaster coming to the console and then he went if anyone cares so well, just... that's the, that's the reason he's building his gaming PC is to play that game, yep. right? So it's he's, a good so game. He's coming it's on fun. the console there. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Oh so, well. Uh, so shout out to Maybe you don't need to build a PC after all. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'll give Plague Caster a go. I like those kind of game. Lovely. So shout out to Jay and Fletch. I will and shout out Antonio. Yeah. I will shout out T.J. Politza for sending me the Lady Leisure quarantine speech. Have you heard that one, Shinny? Yes. It's good. I like it. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening, T.J. It's and all right, Lady yeah. Leisure. She'll yeah, do well. No doubt. Andy Cox, thank you for the Bell End sound clip. I will be using that as a proper sound clip starting next week. And that's it. Is that it? That's it. We're done. If you like this mm. podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Too many, some people say. Come on. Yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Won't you? And that's the end of the recording, people, because I really have to go to the bathroom.